DJ not Ben, and like Ben said, we are back. It is episode number thirty-four of Thirst and Goal. I almost forgot which episode it was because we haven't done this in over a month now. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. You had to look up on the big board I, I had to, to see what the last number was. On huh? the big board, son, you said it was what July. Sixth was our, was our last, last episode, yeah. episode, and it seems like such a long time ago. I know. And I have to warm up to this. Yeah, so uh, please bear with us. We promise to be better than Jason Witten. Uh, <laughs> was at Monday Night Come Football. <laughs> but you'll have to bear with us. We've been, uh, you know, uh, on a break since about you know, July, uh, mid part of July. So we had a little bit of a vacation. Friday, why don't you tell our listeners what we've been doing? Well, it would have been nice to have been on vacation that entire time, yeah. but, we were, but we were on vacation for a chunk of that. What did we do? Well, Ben, I went on vacation before the two of you did. That is true. Franny yeah. took a little bit more time. Yeah, well, I was, I, was, I was out of town for a week longer than the two of you, uh, so I flew into uh, Zadar, Croatia, the coast, northern Dalmatian coast, and I hung out there for about a week. Uh Sonia and Ben, you both flew into Prague, and uh, as you guys were flying up, I was driving up from Zadar to Prague, and it was a beautiful drive. Uh, ben, you actually drove back with me. That is but, true. But uh, I stayed a night in a small uh, Austrian town near Vienna, uh, drove up to Prague, met up with you guys. We spent three great days. It was, it was, Prague was awesome. Yeah, oh, I mean, you, I mean, you guys. Prague is an amazing. Thank, oh. thank you for the cappuccino. Yeah, Prague once more. <laughs> Costa <laughs> coffee, seventy cents. Little <laughs> Costa coffee. Yeah, so I mean, our our hotel rooms were right next to one another. I mean, literally right around the corner. <laughs> I could see from my balcony your hotel room. So that was awesome. Um, I mean, it, that was I, cool. I didn't even know that we were going to be that close. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and that that was you great. Did good. <laughs> um, but yeah, no Prague. I uh, highly recommend it to anybody out there who has been to other European who have been to other European cities, uh, but not to Prague. Go to Prague. You will not be disappointed. We had a wonderful that time in Prague. What do yeah. you guys think about Prague? I mean, Loved the food it. was amazing. Going back for sure. Uh, the I mean, the the exchange rate was pretty favorable right now. I mean, yeah. the coffees, like I said. We're about seventy cents a piece. You know, beers were about a dollar. I mean, we got a really great meal. I think uh, at the at the bar that was the founding. You know, the where where, uh, where one where of the famous Croatian soccer teams was founded. Where Hajduk was Ooh, founded. Cool. Yeah, and it, it, it was it, that was that was a great atmosphere. That was oh, a great that was experience. that was probably my favorite. Uh, well, place the, that we visited. Yeah, you had the pork knuckle. Yeah, the and pork it was an knuckle. entire pork knuckle. Yeah, we, we had... Uh, you know that well, what I loved about that place was not only the atmosphere, but their menu. <laughs> they had five menu options. <laughs> you know, do you want the sausage, the pork knuckle, that pork thing that Sonia had? I'm not even sure. It was a but as, 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 as soon as you sit down, at, you know, it was like a oh, Bavarian-style yeah. sort of uh, restaurant. Like an alpine and, village. And so everybody... There's not like separate tables. You're sitting next to people that you it's have... communal. You do not know. No. Yeah, and as soon as you sit down, they give you a beer—the one beer that they have. <laughs> one beer that they offer. It, it was that dark, chocolatey sort of beer. It was delicious. Uh, they also give you shots of the uh, Becherova. 
which is like a, a, a digestive and operative. I'm not sure exactly what it yeah. is, but it was good and it messed you up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was some that was some really good stuff. Uh, but uh, I mean, it, it, the service was excellent too. I mean, we 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 ordered our oh, yeah. food and like three minutes later it was on the table right in front of us well, yeah. there are only five items on the menu I, yeah it's you can't mess that all. Yeah. it's yeah, all done I mean, already place, but i mean and thank you that was Franny knew about that place yes. uh, otherwise should. sonny and i never would yeah. have found i wouldn't know except yeah. you know my my buddies in croatia who are huge hajduk fans uh you know they, they told me to go there it's almost like a mecca for anybody that's a fan of the hajduk team yeah, and there, I mean, there's, there's pictures on on Instagram too, uh, where Sonia's sticking her middle finger up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the picture that's at that place. We saw place. the uh, the cathedral, uh, and we you know we walked through the uh, the historic parts of the city, over the bridges, through I mean through the cobblestone streets. Yeah. I mean it was a really the palace. The palace. Oh, I mean it was a very 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 nice vacation. Yeah. And. Um, and uh, after that, what do we do? I, I don't think we drank more Pilsner Urkel. In oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Our life. I mean, everywhere you sit yeah, down, yeah. it's Good. like that Pilsner is everywhere. Staro Pramen, obviously. Also, we had the Starosta as well. Um, but you know, that's why we have our beer of the evening tonight is also from Prague because it's something that we did not try over there. We just sat down and just drank the Pilsner over there, and that was that was it. Um, when in Prague, and then and then uh, you know, once our three days came to an end. Sanya flew off. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Sanya flew into Zadar and me and Ben took our little Toyota <laughs> <laughs> from Prague and we drove uh, through the countryside, uh, the southern part of the Czech Republic, uh, into uh, Austria. We were in Vienna for uh, a day and uh, the night into the morning. And then uh, we drove down a little bit further into Maribor, into Slovenia. We spent a couple hours there. And then we drove another three or four hours to Zadar. And then we spent another, what, 10 days in yep. Croatia. Yeah. And it was, I mean, it was amazing. I mean, I, oh. I really liked Vienna. Uh, you know, I know Sonia really enjoyed her time in Vienna, but not, I don't think, as much as, as I did. I mean, it's just a very grand, sort of spectacular city where everything is larger than life the buildings are larger than they need to be the museums the are larger beautiful yeah no, than yeah. they sure. need to be i mean we franny and i got lucky there was actually a film festival yeah, yeah. the yeah. night that we were there uh <laughs> so it was a really interesting group of people that we hung out with during the film festival uh still have no idea what, what the, the plot of madam butterfly is that was the <laughs> that was the movie that they were playing it was i think probably from the 70s yeah uh they put they played it but it was packed yeah. i mean there were people everywhere uh you know it, it was almost an international sort of film festival so there's food from all over the world yeah, it was huge uh, I looked it up. and yeah and then yeah well I, I think it's they do it every summer yeah in vienna i mean sonia when you were there i'm sure it was going on at the time oh well no was, i went in october so oh yeah said. that's that's right that's right yeah, but I, well the, the times that i have been in the past it was going on i remember when oh, we, right. me and ellen yeah. were there yeah. and then the I'm gay. four years ago <laughs> four <laughs> years ago too when i was there it was the same fil uh, film festival that was going on but i'm surprised and we we should probably uh go to total wine and request otakringer oh uh, yeah, the yeah. Austrian that beer was beer. really good I it mean, was very easy to drink and had like 30 different uh beer options yeah. and, and you you had um that that's uh was it the rattler it was the sort rattler, of citrusy yeah, that was like, sort of you couldn't you could drink those things all day oh, yeah. and night oh yeah yeah but we were so exhausted though I mean, we did so much walking. Oh Me and Ben God. aren't used to this sort of thing. Sonia oh, yeah. loves walking. I yeah, love Sonia to walk. loves walking. 
I get to sort of my breaking point with the yep. walking, and then I'm on. He the, throws a tantrum. <laughs> folks. I throw a tantrum and get on the app. And we, get, we get we an Uber. A, we took an Uber to go up a hill. Yeah. <laughs> well, mind you, folks, we had already walked up that yeah, same I, hill. I, yeah. I know. Like my Fitbit. three different times, so I had seen yeah, yeah, all yeah. of the shops yeah. and all of the, the architecture shops. along but the my, way. But my Fitbit uh, claimed. I mean, I hope I walked that many steps. It was about 30,000 steps. And that's like almost every single day that we were there. And I was exhausted. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Also, (laughs) I recommend if you are in Prague or any other European city that does have Uber, take Uber and not the taxi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Uber was like $3.50 for that ride. And the, the taxi cab that was, we took was five hundred. Was it four hundred or five hundred Karuna? That's five hundred Karuna, which is what twenty thirty bucks. Yeah, or something? thirty bucks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he was a, more than happy to take us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like yeah. these Americans. They look desperate. Yeah, Ben was so euro. desperate. Yeah. not to um, go up the hill. I couldn't do it again. I but also going back to the our, our our time in Prague, we did sip on some absinthe. Oh, that's true. Oh, the, the oh my Hemingway God. Yeah, if bar. You go to, if you go to Prague, you have to go. To Hemingway. the Hemingway Bar. I, I think there's two the of them. Yeah. And, and it was funny, when we did go to the Hemingway Bar, uh, where were we? Well, we, we, we left Ufleku, which was that restaurant, the Bavarian-style restaurant, and Sanya put in the directions uh, <laughs> to Yeah, driving walk. directions. The driving directions. <laughs> so, so we, we were, were walking. walking. <laughs> so we were doing circles on one-way streets. And we I think we saw 35, the- 35,000 th- steps <laughs> that day. Oh I, I think we saw the Hemingway Bar about three times, but <laughs> <laughs> we kept on- doing circles around it so we can get on the oh, one-way street. Why are all the cars facing in the same yeah. direction? Oh, my yeah. God. So if, if you're funny. using maps, what is it, maps.me, <laughs> there's an option for walking, and you might want oh, to select that. Man. A good thing is it's like train. Yeah, exactly. But th- that place was really, really cool, though. I mean, and that, uh, that one drink with the absinthe, with the, the presentation, so with the good. flower on the top. It's yeah, on and ben, ben ate that. Ate all of our flowers, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Ben's weird. Ben deflated. Well, <laughs> you know when He's I'm when boy. I'm on vacation or when I'm in a in a in a in a place that isn't my home, you know I will he I will eats. try to, I will drink and try and eat just about anything. If I don't like it, you know what the hell. Yeah. Uh, sorry for the helicopter, folks. We yeah. are again recording this podcast yeah. outside, as always. And uh, we have a little bit of a helicopter flying overhead, so we apologize for that. But preparing for the football season. Uh, much like football, we record the podcast outside, as all football podcasts should. Uh, so, Friday, what did we do after that? What, what did you think of uh, Medibor? Uh, Medibor is a nice little I town. I, I, I can't I pronounce it. So I can't pronounce it. Medibor. Medibor. For those of our listeners out there that don't know where Medibor is, it's on the eastern uh, side of uh, Slovenia. Uh, Slovenia is not a very large country. I think we drove through in about 20 minutes from Austria to Croatia. Um, but uh, yeah, Maribor is, uh, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a town of 35,000 people. Um, but, it, it, you know, those two hours that we spent over there, it seems like it would be a fun place to spend a day or two and just explore the city because it seems pretty lively for a small yeah. city. Really? I mean, beautiful river yeah. that runs through the middle of town. Uh, Franny and I well, had It's a- the same river as uh, or over in Ljubljana, right? Yeah, I- believe so i think it's i think it's the danube okay or the sava danube i don't know it's one or the other i'm not sure exactly which yeah. one it is but uh great lunch i mean we had a great yeah. lunch uh Chivape. beer authentic Chivape, yeah. uh cappuccino to end it and then back on the road and it was so cheap yeah i mean it too. was 20 bucks for both of us together with yeah. beer with cappuccino with a full 
meal. Yeah. Uh, not a wow. half of a meal. I mean, a full meal. Yeah. Uh, Our yeah. listeners are all going to move to Slovenia now. <laughs> I mean, it was it was a beautiful country. Even driving through the countryside, I mean, it was really really nice. I mean, I I, I really can't thank Franny enough for for being willing Very to drive much up. So. Yeah, that was really drive cool. up to Prague and then drive me all the way. Well, back it was down. great, great. I mean, it, it was great scenery. I'm, I'm you know I'm happy that you came along. You know, it's it, it was uh, getting a little lonely <laughs> driving up there. Oh man! <laughs> and uh, mind you, we were together for three and a half solid days, right? Yeah. And I Hence leave the on Uber. the plane. I leave on the plane, right, just to go to Zadar to to get on that beach. And these guys are sending me photos of them dressed up for the first time. <laughs> I'm with no, them for three. No and tank a top half and shorts days. that night. There's no tank top and shorts and hats. Well, it, it was a film festival. It's Frana and Ben in button-down shirts. It's Vienna. It's Vienna. I mean, it's a grand I mean, city. You have to dress yeah. up for Vienna. Yeah, uh, well, the one place we went that was not inexpensive was Vienna. Yeah. Uh, although the beers were yeah. pretty cheap, but they, they were, were still cheap. five, six bucks. You didn't tell me, though, because when I was in Vienna last last fall, I like throwing that in there. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in Vienna, when I was in Budapest, when I was in France, when I was in Paris, when I was in Barcelona. <laughs> All right, enough. Uh, <laughs> so, so when I was in Vienna, I loved their coffee. I mean, their coffee is above all. What did you think of their coffee versus Czechs? I like the Czech coffee better. Wow! It was okay. it, not only was it larger. I mean, not only okay. was the cappuccino it was cheaper, a little bit bigger. <laughs> Aside from the money, though, I think I like the the. I actually like the uh, the Aperol spritz. I think was I know I'm not talking about Aperol. It's not I'm a very masculine drink, <laughs> uh, but it was better in Vienna. Uh, I like the coffee better in oh, in Czech as well, and I and I like it better in uh, in Croatia as well. What about you, Fran? I mean, to me, coffee's coffee. Really? I mean, it's it's better in Europe than it is in the U.S. That's for sure. Oh, I mean, yeah. they, they take their time for to sure. actually make you a cappuccino or you know right. macchiato, and it, it does actually taste different. It's not all the right. same, you know, basically drink that you right. order here at, at at you know Starbucks. Oh, no, whatever you, you order, it tastes all the same. I mean, to me, I mean, in Europe, you get a cappuccino, you get a glass of water. Oh. You know, you get it in a ceramic <sighs> cup. I mean, but I need my coffee. I mean, I'm in a hotel. When I'm in a hotel and there's no coffee in the room, you know, I'm putting on my clothes in the elevator in the morning. Because <laughs> you I do gotta that get, anyway. I got to so. get downstairs. I'm like putting on my shoes as I'm getting, I'm not even out the door. <laughs> he did it in Vienna too. Yeah. I was first thing in the morning. I got to, I don't care. Put a hat on backwards, get out there, get some coffee. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure we've bored our listeners. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, we also went to Croatia. We, have, yes, we can't we leave that out. Yeah, I mean, we spent eight or nine days in Croatia. I went out on a, on a local fishing vessel, yeah. uh, vessel yeah. is, is a little bit uh, loosely, <laughs> loosely. Uh, but we we had a really great time in Croatia as well. We were at the beach, went oh. jet skiing, went jet skiing. Uh, ben, um, you, you know, know, took his jet ski out a little too far, <laughs> and uh, he had the guys from shore chasing him down <laughs> with That's another true. faster jet That's ski. True. He was, uh, and, and he's like pointing quite at me. a few I'm miles, like, yeah, I'm like waving at him. Yeah, <laughs> like hey, a, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was just some local guy <laughs> on a jet ski. To me. <laughs> yeah, but no, in Croatia, I mean, it's yeah, it's 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 uh, Mediterranean and and it's it's nice, it's warm, it's sunny, it's relaxing. Oh. Uh, so you know, to our listeners who have not been to Croatia, highly recommend it. You know, we go there often. I mean, me and Sanya, you know, that's where our ancestors are from. Sanya was born there, yep. uh, and Ben, um, you know. You've been there a few times He's now been yourself. Into yeah, the you're, you're exactly. So <laughs> they all know Ben before yeah, me. <laughs> exactly. I get phone calls at the house. Now. That's right. <laughs> he does. Excuse me. 
Okay. Right. Uh, what do you? Uh, we don't want to to uh, dispense with the formalities. So, fr- uh, Sonia, what are you drinking over there tonight? Oh well, uh, what I'm drinking right now is water. But prior to that, <laughs> she's got to be so honest. All the I time. am honest, but prior to that, I had sort of a, as as Ben called it, a syrupy. <laughs> I didn't know vodka came in a syrup. That it was, did not. That was a, it my was only in the freezer. My only question. It there. was frozen pinnacle vodka. It was I think whipped cream. Birthday cake. Birthday cake. Yeah, it was birthday cake vodka with orange juice. So it was sort of like that shot that we made that one time, like a creamsicle. So I polished that off, and then I polished off what was left over of the shot. So I'm feeling okay. That's why I'm drinking water. All <laughs> right. And, and Friday, what are you drinking over there? My usual, Ben, Jack and Coke. A little Jack and Coke. And I am drinking something that Frane was nice enough to bring back from Croatia for me. It's Don't a Mashtel gin. Uh, made in the small town of Nin, Croatia. I mean, it's a really, really good gin and an awesome, cool bottle. It's like actually, it? I think it's a ceramic bottle. Is it not? It looked, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's a, a really cool bottle. bottle. We'll, we'll, we'll post now. a picture of that on uh, on our Instagram so as well. Drinking and on gin Twitter. and tonic. And Frana, I mean, it's some actually his uh, his neighbor uh, was nice enough to give this to him. Yeah. And then there's a little other bit of news. Frana became a godfather <laughs> while he was in Croatia <laughs> as well. Uh, so now he has uh, the responsibility for two small children. <laughs> One small. One small child. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, his neighbors were really, really awesome people. Well, uh, good everybody's yeah. everybody's pretty awesome over there. Got so. to know them pretty well or, or somewhat while I was over there. Yeah. Really cool people. All right. We are here. We are outside. We have the fire burning in the background. Uh, so please, please, please forgive us for any noise flying overhead. But as uh, listeners that are new to the show, uh, we record this outside every single week uh, because that's where football should be played. Uh, so here we go, Franny. What's first up on the big board? Or should we just go over what's on the big oh, board yeah. first? Actually, what's our agenda tonight? tonight? I told you we were going <laughs> to be off our game tonight, and here you go. And uh, so we already talked a little bit of our uh, a little bit about our vacation. Uh, we also have some NFL news. We have our shot of the week. We have our tag team news or thirst and goal team news. That's the Steelers news, the Seahawks news, Eagles news. We have our brown taste test. Uh, we have another uh, whiskey, a, a rye uh, from Willet, uh, which I was excited to find on the shelf at Total Wine. Uh, we also have our beer of the week. We have our shout outs to our fellow podcasters out there. We have our top five. We have a TV update. Seems like Sonia and Ben have been watching Stranger Things, yep. maybe a couple of other things. Uh, we're also going to be doing our quiz, Sonia. World. Sonia. Famous, World quiz. famous quiz. Sonia was kind Don't enough get to too put excited. the quiz <laughs> together, and then we'll finish up with some housekeeping. Yay. Yes, yes, indeed. So, Franny, now I'll get this right. What's first up on the big board? First up on the big board, Ben, is our NFL news. All right, so we have a little bit of NFL news this week. I'm sure some of you have heard, uh, you know, of much of what has occurred over the last four or five weeks. So we'll try to keep this more current. Uh, we do have uh, a bottle on the table because there may be uh, some shots that have to be taken. I don't know if uh, if we've explained this to you uh, in the recent past, but if I say anything overly negative about Antonio Brown or Le'Veon Bell, I oh, do a it shot. will happen. It will happen tonight. And if Rane says anything negative about the Cowboys or any Cowboys player, uh, he has to do a shot. So first up in NFL news, we have Dak Prescott. 
it appears that the Dallas Cowboys and franchise quarterback, I don't know, is he a franchise quarterback? Not yet. They haven't paid him yet. That's a little generous. Uh, Dak Prescott are at an impasse in contract extension talks. It was previously reported that Dallas had offered the Pro Bowl signal call. He made the Pro Bowl? Uh, they were very desperate. Uh, oh, <laughs> fuck. I got to take a shot. There Sign we go. Here. First Sign shot. <laughs> as soon as Sonia comes back, we will get a shot for Friday. Uh, thirty. They offered him $30 million annually on a new deal. However, Mr. Prescott, according to NFL Media's Jane Slater, declined the offer and demanded... $40 million annually, although there is some reporting that uh, Prescott's camp is disputing that claim. Uh, the quarterback market continues to reset itself. A player at this position will soon reach the $40 million per year threshold. Just don't expect it to be Mr. Prescott. This from Forbes.com. Uh, Cowboy CEO Stephen Jones just recently made this clear. This may warm Frane's heart. The market <laughs> cur- the market is currently set at thirty five million after Super Bowl winner Russell Wilson inked a four year one hundred and forty million dollar deal with the Seattle Seahawks back in April. And there's no reasonable person out there who could believe that Prescott is a better quarterback than Wilson. That is what CEO Stephen Jones said. Uh, Prescott's traditional stats are good to great, uh, including the results on the field under his leadership at quarterback. Dallas has a 32 and 16 record, not bad, and had been to the and has been to the playoffs twice. He's completed 66% of his passes. He averages 7.4 yards per throw and his passer rating is 96. He has thrown interceptions on less than 2% of his passes. Frane, what say you about paying Dak Prescott? Get that shot on the table. <laughs> well, I I've said a lot of kind things about Dak Prescott. Um, you have. You I, have. I, I have in the past. Uh, you know, he, he's a good quarterback. I've said that in the past. You have. <laughs> he, wants, <laughs> you have. he wants credit. I'm yeah. not going to get baited uh, into this. Yeah, no. Uh, but he's 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 def- I, I don't know if there's a quarterback in the league right now that's worth $40 million. I mean, $40 million for him, that's, I mean, I, we talked about this, you know, weeks back. I said he was worth maybe within the 20 to $25 million range a year. If you're going to pay this guy, I would say maybe twenty to twenty-five million. But if you're going to negotiate a contract, you know, you might as well start high. I think thirty million is generous for him. I don't too. disagree with Wilson making so I'm, I'm, about thirty-three, thirty-three ish. Yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not sure if those reports are true. I'm not. Just, I'm not sure if it's the Dallas media that's uh, you know making this stuff up. Um, I don't know if there's anybody that would turn down thirty million dollars. Uh, but if they did offer that to him and he turned it down, he's crazy to turn down thirty million dollars because there's other yep. guys on that team that need to be paid. If he wants, if he really wants to win, he can't be making forty million dollars a year. Yeah, I mean Cooper just suffered a, a, a minor injury. Uh, Elliot, and we'll talk to him about him in a minute. He's holding out as well. Uh, the, you know the reality is, there, well, the reality is, there it is. <laughs> there's the never first change. one. Something take a shot. You know, I mean, a, a franchise quarterback, uh, you know, I don't think it's unreasonable for a franchise quarterback to make 20% of the salary cap, which is currently at about $200 million. So that would be $40 million. But there are very few quarterbacks out there that deserve to make that 20%. Uh, I know Franny would probably think that Aaron Rodgers is one of those quarterbacks. I would say <laughs> even even him, I would say maybe thirty five. Yeah, you know, I mean that's about what he makes or thirty four, yeah, so, so, somewhere around there. I, I think that's that is where the market should be set at. Whatever the best quarterback is making, if if you're not as good as him, you have to know your value 
He's not that. Yeah, I mean, he's good. been saying he's some, good, but he's not that good. No, and he's been saying some ridiculous things, like he's played in, you know, huge games. I'm not sure that a second round playoff game is a huge game, or even a first round playoff game. Well, that is game, a huge game. That game against the Seahawks. The Seahawks gave it to him. Gave it to him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they gave it to him by not being willing to Aggressive. adjust their their game yeah. plan during the game. Not yeah. not throwing the ball. You know, you're suffering with the run. You keep yeah. on running the ball, and and Russell Wilson sitting on the sideline, probably scratching his head. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I agree with Ronnie. I think if, if if the thirty million dollar offer was in fact made over, you know, say four years with, you know, what is that? That's uh, one hundred twenty million dollars, one hundred thirty million dollars, uh, half of that guaranteed. I think he should jump at that. Um, <clears throat> you know, there will be quarterbacks coming out next year in the draft. There, there are possibilities that the Cowboys can trade up and get one of them. Mm. Uh, I just think that that thirty eight, thirty nine, forty million dollars is too much. Yeah, I mean, I love it. I love the dysfunction in Dallas right now. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> you know, great. Jones. You know, Jones said that that it's going to get done. Uh, but those words from uh, CEO Stephen Jones essentially saying there's no reasonable person out there who could believe that Prescott is a better quarterback than Wilson. I'm not sure I want my team's president to be making those <laughs> oh. kinds of comments if I'm a player. But I think it's a fair statement, right? You know, regardless of how the Seahawks use Russell Wilson or misuse. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson. I don't think there's a reasonable person. Out what there what would... do you think he's worth, though, Ben? Like, where where would you? <sighs> twenty-five. I would say somewhere around there, even less. I you know between twenty. I think twenty-three. I say twenty-five 22. is being generous, but yeah. I think twenty-five. I mean, Wentz got what thirty-two ish around there, yeah, around thirties. And you know, you're basing you're basing the contract Wentz's contract on the the supposition that he's going to be healthy. Uh, so you shouldn't necessarily take into account the injury history. So you know, Wentz at thirty-two. Uh, not that I've you know ever made the argument that you should base your offer on what other teams are dumb enough to offer their players. I would say you know around twenty seven. I mm-hmm. think twenty seven is fair. I think he's a decent quarterback. I think he plays hard. I think he plays fairly he's, he's smart. Played, he's played well in 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 crucial situations. Uh, you know he, he's proven that he can be a starter in this league. But forty million dollars yeah, is a ridiculous amount to ask for. Yeah, I mean, he's and similar to Wilson. I mean, the the Cowboys have a run first mentality. The the, the run drives the pass with them, mm-hmm. and it, that's not and Dak their Prescott's offensive line. Problem. Their yeah. offensive line has been uh, good to great, while Dak Prescott has yeah. been the quarterback. So if he didn't have that, what kind of a quarterback would he be? Yeah, really? I mean, I think they should. He's you know, already throwing into yeah. the dirt. And I think he's you know, making his, his accuracy issues are. I'm not sure what he's making this year. Uh, I, I still uh, think he's on his, say, he doesn't his have a fifth-year option, yeah. so they'd have to franchise him next season. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this is his fourth year, right? I believe so. Yeah, so they'll have to franchise him next year. Uh, you know, I I would take the 27, 26, 27. If they're offering him thirty, I would jump at it <laughs> and take it because what's your alternative? They're going to franchise you next year, and if you get hurt, you're on a one-year contract with just that one year of guaranteed money Mm -hmm. sonia anything else to add about dak prescott who beat you in the playoffs last year (laughs) you gotta you just gotta throw that i gotta throw that in there all right next up we have another cat wait did franny get a shot yet for uh saying i didn't hear it i didn't hear it yeah (laughs) well well, well, ben ben uh ben was perplexed to the fact that that dak prescott was actually in uh, the uh, the Pro Bowl game last year, and I said they must have been desperate to put him in there. <laughs> so, Franny so will, yeah, I'll take a shot. So Cheers, Franny guys. will be doing a right, shot of Cheers. Jackfire. And next up, ho- hopefully another shot, uh, Ezekiel Elliott <laughs> continues to hold out. Zeke is demanding a contract extension with a floor of Todd 
Gurley's contract. But he came back. Who's that? Elliot's back at camp, yeah. yeah. Uh, but he, he essentially says that Todd Gurley's number is the floor that he would be willing to accept, which is four years, $57 million, with a $21 million signing bonus and $45 million in guaranteed money. Elliot still has two years and $12.9 million remaining on his rookie contract and his $3.85 million salary in 2019 ranks 12th among running backs. I would actually think it would be yeah, lower I, than that. Uh, yeah. Well, hey, uh, who cares? So in three, <laughs> in three <laughs> NFL... Jerry se- Jones says, deep pockets, pay the guy. Pay all of <laughs> them. Pay, pay everybody. Uh, stupid hard cap. You get a contract. This, you get a contract. Everybody gets a contract. <laughs> I don't think he's a bad player. Though. Look, under oh, your geez. seat. <laughs> 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 I think no, there's a, a running player. back under there. <laughs> Seriously. No, I, Todd I, I, Gurley's I, getting paid for not playing. I mean, exactly. come on. Exactly. I mean, oh, see, thank God for C.J. Anderson in the playoffs. Right, yeah, well, I mean, no except, not, not in the Super Bowl, but you know. <laughs> but that's what happens. I mean, that's what happens when someone goes out and gives a ridiculous contract away, and oh. then everyone uses it as, uses it as their baseline. Yeah, but Zeke has been healthy. Zeke, right? Yeah, I, I, he he carries that team, and, and yes, like you said, does. Ben, he creates the pass. You know, it, yeah. it, it's I mean, the reason he, why Dak has been successful yep. is because teams have to worry about Zeke. You know, and and, and I think they should pay yes. Zeke definitely. I agree. I, I I do agree with with so him. No shot then. I, I do agree with no him shot. sitting out. I, I the reason. <laughs> How much should they pay him? Should they pay him the forty five fifty million dollars guaranteed on a sixty million dollar deal I over think, four years? I, I think he's good enough. I, really? I, I, I think he is yeah. a, one of the top running backs in the league. So I do fifteen I mil do. a year over over four years. Um, wow. I, I I mean I tend to agree. I mean, who, who would you rather have on your team right now, Zeke or Gurley? Oh, I'd much rather have Zeke. And, and well, I, and I mean, I, he's and healthy, much, obviously. And I'd much rather be a wide receiver than a running back if I'm yeah. coming into the uh. into the league under the current collective bargaining agreement because these guys get screwed. Mm-hmm. You know, they come into their prime near the end of their career in many cases at you know at the first time that they can actually go out and negotiate a contract. Yep. They're 24, 25 years old when they're negotiating their first contract. Uh, you know, running backs obviously have a short shelf life. You know, Zeke, for as an, as annoying as I find his antics on the field uh, with the feed me, feed me, feed me, even though they're Yeah, not, it's annoying. Uh, yeah. You know, he really does run that offense. I mean, he is the... I take him. He's the engine, <laughs> he's the engine that gets the car moving in Dallas. Uh, and if I were going to pay either Elliott or Prescott this year, I would pay Elliott this year. For sure. Yeah. And, you know, quarterbacks are, you know, quarterbacks as good as Prescott are not that hard to find. Mm-hmm. If, uh, if he's threatening to sit I mean, out. McCallum. I mean, we, or what's his name? McCown. Yeah, uh, yeah, McCallum. yeah. Josh McCown, yeah. But if he's threatening <laughs> to sit out this year, I would I would definitely pay him and uh, worry about Dak later. Yeah, I mean, he's getting $3.85 million this year. Uh, you know, he's played three seasons. He's led the league in rushing yards per game three times. Uh, in 2016 and 2018, uh, and the, he actually set a career high with receptions last year of 77, 567 receiving yards on top of 2001 yards run, uh, from scrimmage. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, if I'm going to pay anybody on that team, it's going to be him. Yeah. It wouldn't I mean, be Cooper either. I, I mean, I'd pay I'd, if I got to pay two of those three guys. I pay Prescott and Elliott, and I like Cooper 
you know, I, I, would, like I, Cooper. Like Cooper I, I would like Cooper go. I mean, you know, there's wide receivers out there that you could probably find that could, you know, put out the same numbers that he can, especially if Dak Prescott claims to be the quarterback that he is. You know, he's played matter, in some huge games. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, but Zeke pay the guy. He's annoying. I hate when he like uh, puts that fake yeah. ball to his mouth and starts scooping up uh, cereal, <laughs> whatever he's eating there. Cheerios. He looks like an Ewok, but whatever. Pain yeah, pain. I mean, there's some some, uh, some concern that he gets into trouble. Uh, he was suspended I mean, for a doesn't? few games a couple years ago, but but none of it. Uh, he, I mean, he, yeah, he he, he, he did at a concert. He pushed somebody over yeah. a barrier or something. I don't know what the heck it was. But and he had the issue with the woman where he pulled her top down, but apparently the woman wanted him to pull the top down because uh, he started dancing after he did it. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I didn't hear about that. So I don't usually start dancing afterward. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, the only reason that Tyree Kill was on the field tonight against the Steelers is because him and his his fiance, uh, you know, conspired to not provide any information to authorities. You know, uh, for example, in Seattle, we have uh, what's his name? Jerron Reed. Jerron Reed is suspended because his fiance or, or wife did in fact cooperate with authorities and give yep. them information. Hill and both and his fiance both say nothing happened. I don't know yep. what you're talking about. So he's on the field. So I get six games suspension, yeah, and, right? and Hill's out there. Right, so Hill's got you know Whatever. Hill's child has a broken arm. You know <laughs> what 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 Elliot has done over the last few seasons in, in one of those incidents leading to a suspension is nowhere near yeah. as agreed. So I wouldn't be that worried as long as you can keep him drunk at home instead of drunk <laughs> in public. I think you'll be okay. Uh, so I would I agree with Franny. Pay the man. Pay the man. All right. Anything else on Zeke? Nope. No, but I am really impressed by this agenda. <laughs> I mean, I'm. I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at all these pages. You did this? There's I mean, like yeah, 12 yeah. pages. Wow, this is amazing. I should probably take a picture of this. No, <laughs> this no, no, please don't. This is pretty a, amazing. A small, spell check. a small amount of research goes into this. It, well, uh, there's a lot of writing here. Uh, next up, we have <laughs> Jadavion Clowney. Uh, Jadav- I, I predict he's going to the Eagles. Clowney? Mm, the Eagles don't have that much money to spend. Apparently, they've got like this. Apparently, they've got a lot of money. Well, they no, just, you guys have been no, picking uh, people up Jadavion, left and right. Here's something. Let's, let's talk about Jadavion. Here's okay. something we haven't said in, uh, what, six weeks? What's that? Uh, fucking Howie Roseman. <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah, Clown, I didn't really want to talk about Clowney, uh, but, you know, he, you know, three weeks into training camp, uh, Houston defensive, and Jadavion Clowney has still not reported, and Coach Bill O'Brien was asked Wednesday about speculation that the Texans could trade the 2014 number one overall draft pick. O'Brien did not comment about the trade rumors and said he doesn't know when Clowney will report to training camp, but at some point he'll come in. I believe it. I believe it, but that's up to him, O'Brien said. Uh, there is still Just a chance. Like that? <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Uh, there is still a chance that the Texans could trade Clowney, and if so, the Texans missed their window to get high value in a trade because they didn't deal him before the July 15th franchise tag deadline. <laughs> Uh, now, because Clowney is not now under, <laughs> Clowney is not under contract with the Texans until he reports and signs his franchise tender, any team he is traded to would not be able to sign him to a long-term contract until after the season is over. It's hard to imagine a team wanting to give up a lot in a trade for Clowney when it cannot be guaranteed and it would not be for more than one year. Under the franchise tag, he is scheduled to count. $15,967,000 against the cap this season. The best case scenario for both sides in the Clowney deal shows up late in training camp in 
fantastic shape, plays well in 2019, and further establishes himself as an elite pass rusher. Houston then could choose to tag Clowney again next year and either trade him for draft picks or let him play a second season under the tag. Uh, What do you say about Davion Clowney? I'm I'm not a huge fan. It's it's true. It's true. But everyone's talking about it. If they wanted to trade him, they should have traded him before. Now it's already too late. You know, all the teams have signed most of the players. I mean, Sonia, you were talking about the Eagles picking him up. The Eagles don't have, I'm sure he wants, you know, maybe uh, $18 million a year. You know, not 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 too many people. Not too many people. Not too many teams have that Patriots, much money sitting guys. around. Well, the, the Eagles don't have that much money sitting around to pay this guy even for, uh, for a year or over. Yeah, <laughs> He'll and, uh, find it. Now, well, yeah, you'd have to drop You'd have to drop quite a few players in order to pick this guy up. I mean, I think Jadavion yeah. Clowney is a good uh, linebacker. I mean, he's gotten better and better uh, since his rookie year. He started off his career slow. Uh, this last season, he was. He was pretty darn good. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it's already kind of too late now uh, to try to trade him to, you know, send him off somewhere else. So it would have been a good idea months ago. Now they're going to have to probably keep him and eat it. Know. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's got to play, you know, he's got to play under the tag this year. I don't think he has much choice unless he wants to, you know, buy some tickets to the Czech Republic and hang out. <laughs> Man, Costa, invite me. I'll go. It cost a coffee for the next year because, you know. Clowning around. Yeah. I mean, there was some talk that Washington, Washington has a, a tackle or a, or a guard that's uh, sitting out right now as we speak. There was some talk that they could do a trade with Washington and Washington's just, in Dan Snyder is just one of those guys that's dumb enough to pull off a trade like that. Uh, you know, Clowney doesn't play hard on every down. He's not Khalil Mack. He's not Aaron Donald. He's not. Um, but he's he's, he's, Watt, he's an impactful JJ player. Though. He he would be an impactful player for any team that would, uh, you know, stick their neck out there and and pick him up and spend that extra cash on him. I mean, he he's he could be a difference maker. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's essentially the same deal that they had with, um, with Le'Veon Bell. I mean, they can't. Tra- I mean, they could trade him now. But they can't, you know, the team that picks him up isn't able to sign him mm-hmm. to a long-term deal. So you're essentially trading away some picks, probably picks, uh, unless you could do a player swap, you know, for someone that's not going to be around. I personally would keep the picks mm-hmm. unless I feel like I'm right there on the bubble. Mm-hmm. Eagles, defense is already yeah. stacked from top to bottom, from the secondary all the way to the line. Uh, I don't know that they want to bring a headache like Clowney into the into the fold. There's no money. I mean, I, I it, it was funny because I was looking there's at always uh, money. yeah no, no no there's not uh, cut Josh down yeah <laughs> <laughs> no but I, it was funny I, I was uh, on on Facebook and on Instagram you know the Eagles uh, when they post um, you know the Eagles not not interested in Davion Clowney well it's obvious that the Eagles wouldn't be interested in him because they have no money I mean it's like the Steelers yeah, the Steelers yeah, yeah, basically yeah. It's the right same thing the cap, or, the, or, yeah. or the Seahawks I mean you just can't pay this guy yeah. 18 19 20 million dollars a year however much he wants it's already too late for the texans yeah i i don't see him moving anywhere right now i i, I don't know yeah i mean i personally think o'brien is kind of a clown uh so it's nice to see him make this kind of stupid mistake and get into this situation uh you know but clowny will probably show up to camp and play because it's 16 million dollars yeah uh you know he's gonna make 16 million dollars this year and if he doesn't he's gonna make zero so he will show up to play. All right. Next up, we have, uh, you know, we have a, a, a tag team adjacent uh, <laughs> injury update. Andrew Luck of the Indianapolis Colts. This is a really, really tough situation. So there's reportedly guarded optimism about quarterback Andrew Luck being ready for the Colts' regular season opener against the Chargers on Sunday, September 8th, according to ESPN's Chris Mortensen. 
one of those reporters or one of those commentators that I actually trust. Uh, Luck is currently dealing with an injury to his high left ankle that is a result of the calf strain he is also already battling. Colts general manager Chris Ballard said Tuesday that Luck will likely miss all of the preseason due to the injuries, but wasn't yet ready to say whether or not the Indianapolis star quarterback would be ready for week one. Ballard did say, however, that the Colts are not shutting Luck down, but continuing to rehab as he recovers. Luck missed the entire 2017 season with a shoulder injury. He rebounded with a fourth Pro Bowl year in 2018, throwing 4,593 yards. I didn't know that. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, it is. And 39 touchdowns while leading the Colts back to the playoffs. Uh, so Indianapolis and L.A. will kick off from StubHub Center at 4.05 for week one of the regular season. Uh, so this was a weird one uh, because Luck, you know, he's been suffering from this calf strain, I think, since April of this year. Uh, and it wasn't reported until recently that they, they did some further uh, look into his leg, and it turned out he also had uh, a high ankle injury to either one of the bones or ligaments uh, connecting the ankle. An injury that was at by or up to that point uh, was not known about. Uh, it just looks like if you have a calf injury in April, uh, the calf is a muscle, not a bone. I'm not sure why it would still be injured in August. Uh, and now that he's also suffering some injury to his ankle, I think it does not bode well for Luck and the Colts. Uh, Franny, what do you think about this weird situation with the oft-injured Andrew Luck? I mean, it, it, it sucks. I mean, I, I really do like Andrew Luck. I mean, he's, he's uh, you know, one of the top QBs in the league, maybe top five, maybe top ten uh, QBs in the league. Um, but with all these injuries that he's had early in his career, he's not putting a lot of miles on his body. So when he's 39... He'll be pretty good. <laughs> when he's thirty nine, he'll be pretty good. <laughs> because I can't. I don't want to not... know what the beard's gonna look like <laughs> when he's thirty nine. Uh, no, but it, 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 it sucks. I mean, you know, with with guys that go through all these injuries back to back to back. Um, but you know, I would love to see him play this year um, because w- without him, the Colts are going to be. Uh, yeah, they're not going to be a very good football team. Yeah, I mean, I, I, please, please, please. All our fellow podcasters out there, please stop saying that Jacoby Brissett is a good quarterback. <laughs> yeah. No, he's not. He is not a good quarterback. Uh, he is a serviceable backup quarterback. Uh, so if Andrew Luck continues to be injured through uh, through the preseason and into the regular season, uh, it is bad news for the Colts. They already, oh, yeah. you know, they were rebuilding and doing a pretty good job. Uh, they did a good job last year. They bringing in a decent running game with Mac. They they buttressed the both the offensive and defensive lines without spending a ton of money. They, they still have a shit ton of cap space uh, as they always do, but they had, you know, they, they really did a good job of putting a, a, a higher quality team on the field last year. And it would be a shame uh, if luck didn't come back. I mean, as a Steeler fan, you know, I'm always <laughs> somewhat happy to see, yeah, you know, AFC contenders suffer problems. Uh, but Andrew Luck's you deserve, really... You don't deserve a shot for yeah, that one. He's just, not, he's just not a guy that you can root against. I mean, there's nothing not to like about Andrew Luck. Yeah, he's a good guy. Uh, it's know. just too bad that that this is... But I think it's but more it's, serious. But it's an injury that really shouldn't take that long to come back from. You know, I mean, he should have really already healed up from this and um, been ready for week one, but... Uh, it's lingering. Yeah, so maybe there's something more to this story. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe next week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up, Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon of the San Diego L.A. 
Chargers. San Diego. LA. I almost did it. I, I'll, I'll get you it did. right. I'll get it right. I, I almost got it right. The San, San Diego, LA. San, uh, San Angeles. You know, this is another guy that I don't quite understand. So uh, Melvin Gordon has missed all of training camp, subjecting him to daily fines of $30,000, $30,000 a day. Uh, and yes, it's only $30,000 a day for him. Uh, one of the quirks of the fifth year option. Otherwise, it would be higher. Uh, but one of the other quirks of the fifth-year option, uh, Gordon is on his fifth-year option, is that for every preseason game he misses, Gordon can be fined the full amount of a regular season game check. And I'm not sure if he's missed, uh, if he if they're scheduled to play this weekend, he plans on not playing. Uh, as a fifth-year salary, of at a fifth-year salary of $5.605 million. that's more than the 329000 for the week one preseason game, three hundred twenty-nine thousand for the next one, and a potential total fine of one point three six million dollars if he misses all four preseason games. That blows my mind. Uh, meanwhile, the Chargers aren't budging on a contract. Uh, Gordon isn't Ezekiel Elliott or Saquon, Saquon Barkley. Uh, Christian McCaffrey uh, currently the three-year, the three superstar tailbacks in the NFL for the Chargers. It makes far more sense. Uh, for them to move on with what they have, as quarterback Philip Rivers has even said recently. I don't know if you heard that, but Philip Rivers did not have uh, particularly wonderful things to say about Melvin Gordon. I he Probably was really good. he is, but it, I mean, but Rivers essentially says we're moving on. You know, we don't need him. We're moving on. Wow, I'll take him. Uh, <laughs> so the Chargers will likely use running backs Austin, Austin Eckler. What does he want? <laughs> Uh, he wants a new. He wants. He wants a long-term deal. He's coming into his fifth-year option, and he wants a long-term deal. Uh, so they're going to split time with Eckler and Justin Jackson, fifty-fifty, uh, according to Eric Williams of ESPN. Uh, that same thinking applies to the other thirty-one teams, or someone would have tried to trade for Gordon by now. That's not going to happen because a new team would have to pay him more than his skill and position justify. And a new team would have to give the Chargers something better than the third-round compensatory pick they stand to get in 2021 if Gordon leaves via, via free agency. Uh, sitting out the full year won't help Gordon like it helped Le'Veon Bell. This is what I found really interesting about this uh, because it won't make Gordon a free agent. Gordon's contract would toll into next year, which I did not know. Uh, and he'd be in the same position that he is now in 2021, or in, uh, in uh, next year. 2020. In 2012, <laughs> Jaguars running back Maurice Jones-Drew held out for all of training camp and the preseason before blinking and coming back to play. Uh, so if he doesn't play this year, mm-hmm. he'll be on his fifth-year option again next year, next year and in the exact same situation. Oh, wow, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, if, I, if, I'm, if, I, if I'm the Chargers... I'm just going to sit back and uh, you know put another running back in there. I mean, they have Eckler and Jackson. Uh, ex- exactly. I mean, it's not. I mean, Zeke has. It's not good timing. Who backs up Zeke. It, I don't even know. I have no idea right now. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we know who the. I mean, Jackson's good. Eckler's good. Yeah. Uh, you know what? What does he make? I mean, I mean what's it, his salary right now? Uh, he's making a fifth year. He's probably making five. Is it five point six? Yeah, five point six. Fifth year salary, five point like six million. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it, it, it's not good timing on his part. I mean, if it was next year, okay, that's something. But come on, you, you still got this year and next year. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's I, it's tricky. It's tricky. What's I mean, this guy? I, well, does, I mean, does he know this? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He knows. If he does, if he sits out this this year, he'll be in the exact same situation next year. Next year, without a quarterback. He's yeah. Got a sucky agent. So I, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody's. I mean, these running backs, I think, are are trying to make a stand because they know that of all the 
Yeah. Of all the players that come into the league, short the short CBA doesn't treat shelf them. life too. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, but right now is not the time for him to be, for him to be making this stand. Not not this year. Maybe next year. But yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. So I, I think the uh, the Chargers will roll on without him if he wants to join. You know, you can go ahead and jump in, but I don't think they're going to make any moves right now. No, I mean I don't think they need to. Yeah. I mean. I don't think they need to. I mean, I like Gordon. He's no, I good. do. I, I think he's a good running back. <laughs> definitely. I mean, I, I would love to have him on my fantasy yeah. team oh, no, uh, if if he's playing. Not right now. Uh, but oh, buy low, if, sell if he, high. If he decided to play, uh, I would love to have him on my team. I mean, he's a good running back. He's you know he's good out of the backfield. He can catch the ball. But uh, man, wrong timing for you, Gordon. Alrighty, we have a couple late additions to the <laughs> agenda. Uh, so as of yesterday, Josh Gordon uh, was reinstated by the league. Uh, he is back in camp with the New England Patriots after serving uh, a suspension last year that was a consequence of a suspension that he had served the year before for multiple substance abuse violations. But that just gives Bill Belichick one more huge weapon. Uh, I was really rooting for the Jets in that division, uh, but it looks like they've got uh, a stud receiver coming back into camp. And if they're if the league is willing to reinstate him now, I can only uh, guess that he looks like he's clean, and it looks like he's been getting ca- counseling and is ready to go. Uh, Franny, what say you about Josh Gordon? I didn't know he was in. Trouble. <laughs> oh, he's been in trouble multiple times. Yeah, he's been in trouble since he was ever, in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah ever oh, since he came locally. into the league. Um, but I mean, that's huge for the Patriots. I mean, Jesus Christ, put a, you know uh, him back on the team. Like they have the best coach, arguably the best quarterback. Ooh, they can throw. I hesitated there a little they, hesitation. They, they, they can throw in whatever Goat. running back. We're I mean, mature, it seems like they change running backs every single year, and now to bring back this guy on that team, they look dangerous. Yeah, man, that's the AFC. I know. That's I thought, your I thought, side. I don't I, have to worry about them until the Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> I thought the I thought the Jets had a chance in that division. I still uh, think the Jets have a chance. I know Franny is not as high on the Jets I, I as I am. Don't think the Jets have any any, uh, any uh, chance. The other day in and, preseason. You know, I was I, because they have they you know they they still have the same running game. They still have Edelman. They still have Brady. They still have a decent line on both sides of the ball. Uh. But they, but they're tight end. They're 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 short at t- at the tight end position, and they were short at the wide receiver position without Gordon. But this just adds yeah, they'll another figure it out. Dimension to they'll, their offense. They'll definitely figure it out. Even with the tight end position, they will figure something out. Uh, so then, uh, good luck to Josh Gordon. Yeah, to add another weapon like Josh Gordon, if he can play like he did in the past, man. Uh, damn New I, England. I, uh, damn New England. I mean, I, I want to root for the guy because clearly he's got some troubles. Uh, but uh, you know, not with the Patriots, please, yeah. please. Uh, <laughs> we've, we've had enough. Come on, Jets, you can do it. Uh, Darnold looked good. Darnold looked really good the other day. Yeah. Uh, you know, Le'Veon Bell. You're really high on. The I'm Jets high on the Jets. I'm, 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 I think, I think Darnold the Jets is not are gonna a very have good a quarterback. What's that? I don't think he's a good quarterback. I don't think Darnold is a good quarterback. We'll have to have a little side bet. Yeah. <laughs> Sonia, what say you about the Patriots uh, making the Steelers' chances of making the Super Bowl? <laughs> Uh, just that much less possible. They're they're the Patriots. Well, you guys play them with the first first week, week of the year, yeah. And then we yeah. play the that's Seahawks the, the second. That's the week. Sunday night game, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then we play the Seahawks week two. Oh my god! I mean, it's the Steelers could be zero and two to start the year, or you could be two and zero. Oh. 
Or one and one. Uh, probably <laughs> one and maybe one and one. I mean, with a win against the Patriots and a loss to Am the Am I Seahawks. playing in Seattle? I mean, uh, in, uh, no, you guys are playing in Heinz Field. Oh, forget uh, it. Yeah, come on now. Actually, no. Uh, yeah, I think you're playing in Heinz. No, Field. Antonio Brown, Sonia. Forget. <laughs> Actually, I should know this. I don't know. I don't know if it's a home or away game. All I know is I saw that we were playing each other that early in the season, and it, it upset me a little bit. It upsets me. <laughs> All right, last up for NFL news this week, we just had a, a, an interesting little bit of news. So I don't know if you guys know Jay Z, uh, businessman, rapper, you know, entrepreneur. Uh, signed a contract with the NFL to help them make their uh, entertainment and big games, uh, Sunday night games, I think, as well as the Super Bowl, a little less uh, Midwestern, I guess is a nice way of saying it. Uh, but he also, there's also reports that he is going to be buying uh, a large stake in a franchise at some point in the near future uh and it just i i I think that and there's all there's also a component of the contract that he's going to help them sort of work towards more social justice issues but so jay-z is going to be helping them run their Mm -hmm. their entertainment so there will be probably no more adam levine uh (laughs) and hank williams jr maybe on the outs i'm not sure uh, wait, wait, wait. Are you, uh, well, th- that was one of my quiz questions. Thank you very much. So oh. that's one last question <laughs> I got to ask. Um, my understanding was he was getting a large, uh, a majority in an NFL team. Yeah, both. I mean, so he's going to get a majority share in an NFL team, and he's also signed yeah. uh, a contract with the league to help them improve their social justice image as well like as... put more Beyonce on the on the halftime show? Is that what it is? Well, I will Sorry. take Beyonce over Adam Levine any Not day. Me. <laughs> <laughs> California. Hey, Calif- I got this tattoo. It says, it says, it says California. Are we going to talk about Ben's tattoo? <laughs> yeah, but ben, ben is not a big fan of Adam Levine, by the way. If yeah. you guys haven't noticed yeah. for well, some reason, tattooing random places on your body. I'm not sure. Like, yeah. I got, I got Metamor, I got Metamor tattooed on my back. <laughs> when we went through. I got Vienna on my calf now. That's a great idea. I should get a tattoo of all the cities I hit in Europe. Yeah, I just, I think it's. I mean, it's. Uh, you know, without getting too political, I mean, it's thirty. Was it thirty-two? 32 white guys own the team or 32 white folks own the team. So he, I think the NFL is slowly trying to make an effort to He would be the to bring first some, some African-American NFL majority uh, owner. Owner. Yeah, the he, first. And he owns part of the Nets or all of the no. Nets? No. The sure. uh, Buffalo... Is it the Buffalo Nets? <laughs> no, <laughs> the Buffalo uh, something. It was the what was the Buffalo the Braves? No, the Buffalo uh, Braves. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, that's I've, who. No, he, not, who, he I gave have that no up, idea though. who that uh, is. It no the the or, the Sabers. The Sabers. Is it the Sabers? No, Buffalo. I'll tell you right now. Uh, the no Bills, they only have the Bills and the Sabers. They have no. Other, there are no other no, teams no, no, in no. Buffalo. <laughs> Uh, the <laughs> Bisons. That's a that's a that's a triple A baseball team. Uh, but either way, I yeah. mean, it's an interesting development. I think for the NFL, he's been getting a lot of flack for sort of selling out Colin Kaepernick. I'm not sure exactly mm-hmm. why yeah. that is the case. I don't, uh, know I don't really want to comment he... too much <laughs> on that. That's you know getting political. Oh, the, There's a lot of the debates. Buffalo. The Brooklyn Nets. I'm a, sorry. A lot of a lot of debates going on on uh, you know social media about that. It's not something that I'm going to comment on. I don't really care. All right. Whatevs. All right. Franny, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, we have our shot of the week. All right. We're coming with the shot of the week. Hold tight, everybody. It's Saturday night. 
got some bottles. Fran has got some juice. Fran is at full throttle. Fran is on the loose. 50 proof, 80 proof, 100 proof more. There's no limit to the potion to the floor. It's Franny's shot. It's Franny's shot. It's Saturday night. long time since i've heard that song <laughs> listeners of the show are like oh god yeah. really there it is there's his voice again <laughs> there it is yeah, and so for uh tonight's shot of the week um it is uh, dubbed summertime love it uh, well i mean the reason it is it's because it's on it's actually on the website for liqueur 43 uh, i was talking to my uh, my neighbor in uh croatia about liqueur 43 uh, and and uh, that's that's where I got the inspiration for uh, this shot, and I figured, you know what? Why don't we do another shot with the Core Forty Three? We did it. Uh, I can't remember which shot it was, but we did it weeks back, maybe a couple of months back, where we actually used the Core Forty Three. I think it's when we actually did our beer Ben, when we actually the brewed. Brew? Yeah, oh, the when we did brew. the homebrew, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, with uh, with the Core Forty Three, you pour it on the bottom, and then you you layer down top with the with the cream. It looks like little. Uh, Little beers, little beers, basically, yeah. Little head. So, <laughs> so I was thinking, you know, what should we do this week? And I remembered having that conversation. I'm like, hey, let's use the Core 43. So I checked out their website, and they have this awesome shot called Summer Time, which is appropriately named since it is summer, and our vacation is our vacation is over. over. But summer, it's over. Summer is yeah. is but still, football is beginning. <laughs> yes, summer is still uh, still going. Yeah, I mean I guess, in California right? it is, that's for sure. It's although it's getting a little chilly right now, guys. Yeah. yeah. It's it's in the seventies now. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, yeah. So what's in this shot? Well, Ben, uh the rim. I'm gonna start with the rim. <laughs> Tell us about the rim. <laughs> yeah. Sonia, what about the rim? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> oh my god, y'all. It's a, a little bit of honey. Uh-huh. With some thyme leaves. Uh-huh. That hence the name summertime. summertime. Uh-huh. T-H-Y-M-E. Uh, yeah. yeah. Pretty clever. Yes, pretty clever very there. Much so. And so uh the uh the the shot is comprised of uh liqueur forty three with uh with a little bit uh, of lime and uh some Irish whiskey. It is actually the uh the Irish whiskey that's sponsored by or I don't I don't know, I don't know if, if it's his actual own distillery. Probably um, uh, Conor McGregor. Conor, Conor McGregor. <laughs> I love it. I can't do the accent. <laughs> you can't do any I accent. Do it. You really can't do any accent. I, can't. I have one accent, and it is my own voice. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so we uh, we put everything in a shaker, shook it up with a little bit of ice, and it's been on the table for a little bit, so maybe it's not as cold as it probably should be, but uh, let's give it a shot and but see how this tastes, guys. Really, it really, really good. good, and it's on right, Instagram. So it will be on uh, Twitter as well. And uh, yes, most of our yes. shots are very sweet. I don't expect this one to all be right, sweet at all. Let's give it a shot. Here we go. Oh. oh my god, not sweet. Really good. Really large. Hmm. That was a that, that was filled good. the entire shot glass. It was know. good. So when Ooh. we're when we're slurring our words right <laughs> about at the TV show review, 
You will know why. <laughs> oh, good. But uh, it was stronger than most of our shots. It wow. definitely wasn't sweet. Yeah, yeah. Slight and the time is pretty good. I'm chewing on it right now. Yeah, actually, I did get a couple of leaves in my mouth. Oh, it's good. It really adds to the, the flavor of the shot. But I like yeah. the herbs. Yeah, Sonia's Sonia has fan. a look on her face like I just disappointed her or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to that look. <laughs> it's like a what, time leaf in the back what of my did, throat. What did you think? No, it's you, good. Wait, you drank that whole thing? I'm impressed. The shot, wow. the shot was really good. Yeah, it was, it was good. The rim was uh, sweet. I mean, yeah. honey with a little bit of thyme and yeah. Yeah. citrusy. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. good. It was yeah. good. I didn't expect it to be, you know, one of our best shots, but it was, it was pretty good. It's it very good. good, in fact. Yeah, so when uh, when Franny retires, he yeah. is going to take a job with uh, one of the many <laughs> either distilleries or liquor manufacturers out there, and, <laughs> and he's going to be their shot, uh, what do you, shot-tician? Shot-tician. <laughs> uh, shot he's going to run their website, uh, the page on their website where they come up with ideas for shots for their own Well, well I, I kind of stole this uh, idea, but for anybody out there who might want to, you know, make some shots for uh, you know, a little party or a... Soiree, <laughs> well, look, sorts. At the, look at the photo of it. I mean, he, it's the really presentation nice. Yeah, the was everything. Presentation was really nice, and I, I say that only half and just. I mean, Franny has come up with some amazing really shots good. on the show. He could definitely yeah. go to work for for a liquor manufacturer coming up with shots that they could use to sell their own products. Mm -hmm. uh, just in the last few weeks, you know, he's he's done the thirst and glory, the red, white, and blue, the blue Adriatic, which was a freaking amazing shot that he concocted, the Vodquarium, which was also an amazing oh, shot. That was Thank cool. you, Pinterest. Uh, Thank you, Pinterest, for <laughs> the that dirty one. Thirty. Uh, the orange, you glad it's summer was another amazing shot. I mean, this is just in the last four or five episodes. Don't forget the radiation. Uh, the poison. radiation poisoning. <laughs> that one shot was pretty cool. That one in was honor cool. of it, Chernobyl. It didn't. That yeah. one. Oh. It felt weird going down. <laughs> yeah, that's what. She, <laughs> but we'll uh, we'll post a picture of our big board uh, here at some point. But there are probably about yeah. thirty five shots or thirty some shots on here. Uh, he's come up with one every single episode, and it's pretty uh, pretty amazing. Yeah, but I got to thank Christian, our buddy in Croatia, yeah, yeah. for uh, bringing up Liqueur Forty Three because I completely forgot about it. Me and Sonia, we we, we enjoyed it. I mean, you know, by Liqueur Forty Three by itself is good. delicious. Um, but uh, their website has so many different uh, shots and cocktails that you can put together, and this was one of them, and I thought it was appropriate uh, for tonight. I agree wholeheartedly. So, <laughs> In honor of Frane's first yay, shot. Yay. It's, it's been you? a while. It's been what a long time. Hmm? What oh, wait, our... oh, yeah. Do we have any? Uh, we do. It's not the in the cooler. Maybe we should throw some in there. Yeah, yeah. We'll grab those right now. We'll throw those in the cooler and see. And maybe, throw it in the cooler. Maybe um, there's some carbonation now. Yeah, yeah. It's, maybe it's we'll been, have a little bit of carbonation. It's Actually, been the bottles uh, for... We'll do, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to go run and grab uh, some homebrew uh, so we can taste that later on the show. All right, Franny, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our tag team news, our thirst and goal team news. Ben is a Steelers fan, Sonia a Seahawks fan, and Franny, myself, I am an Eagles fan. And first up, Ben, I see, we're not even going to ask who's going right, to go first, right, because Ben yeah. already has the Steelers yeah. going first. I just want to hear yes. what oh, you have to say. we got to get, oh, we the get the shot. Yeah, I want to hear what you have to say about Antonio Brown. I'm sure this is going to be the majority of the podcast. This will probably be an hour-long rant by Ben. 
Well, let's just go through the chronology of events. I mean, we don't have to. We don't have to talk about all of the insane bullshit that I'll be waiting. Antonio Brown put the poor Pittsburgh Steelers through last year, uh, selling out his teammates in Week 17, whining his way to a to a trade, uh, making everyone in the locker room. Uh, upset. Uh, but this year, Brown arrived in training camp this season in a hot air balloon. Last year with the Steelers, it was in a helicopter. This year in a hot air balloon. Uh, blowing the first opportunity for a serious injury, he was not injured in the hot air balloon, uh, much to my chagrin. Shot. Uh, this might be the most normal thing uh, Brown has done since arriving in camp with the beautiful Oakland Raiders. Uh, so Brown acknowledged in July he'd settled a lawsuit from 2018 incident in which he was accused of throwing furniture off a balcony. He finally settled that lawsuit, uh, and then it started to get really, really weird for Antonio Brown. Uh, if you thought Brown injuring his feet wearing proper footwear in a cry cryotherapy session was the weirdest one you had heard about on this week, you would be wrong. Uh, so interestingly enough, earlier this season, and please let me apologize to uh, the country of France and the city of Paris, oh. uh, where Antonio Brown was vacationing. Uh, Paris is home of class, sophistication, art, and wonderful, wonderful, wonderful music. None of these things should be associated in any way with Antonio Brown. So let me apologize uh, on behalf of the United States for Antonio Brown's <laughs> presence France no in music. your country. <laughs> Uh, so while in France, Antonio Brown decided uh, that for some strange reason, you know, uh, not being able to find a hyperbaric chamber or something, he decided he was going to go in <laughs> for cryotherapy. Uh, of course, Brown, who struggles with the English language, doesn't understand the language, right. the French yeah, yeah, language yeah, yeah, either. You drink out of the bottle. So he ignored. <laughs> out of the bottle. So he ignored. He ignored. I'll take a shot if you want to pour it's me one. It's over there. Uh, so he, no, no, it's he, over there. I already poured you one. Oh, Lord in heaven. So he ignored, so he ignored um, warnings that he had to wear proper footwear in the cryotherapy session and got frostbite, frostbite <laughs> on his feet. Who gets frostbite on their feet? Uh, Antonio in, Brown. In France <laughs> in the spring or in the summer. Uh, so he is still... He is still struggling with injuries to his feet as a consequence of the frostbite. Uh, he showed it to reporters last week. He compared it to a circumcision, thereby also, uh, you know, just demonstrating more how he misunderstands the physiology of the human body, which should not necessarily come as a shock to anyone. Uh, so the, the still suffering with this injury. Hasn't been able to practice in full, but that wasn't even the weirdest thing that he did in the offseason. So uh, we talked about this on a podcast, much to our credit earlier this year. Uh, the league is really trying to only uh, or to limit players to to, to the, the helmets that they wear, only to helmets that meet uh, the highest safety standards, the current safety Standard. So they've banned a lot of helmets. Tom Brady's helmet was banned. And for some strange reason, Tom Brady is just wearing a new helmet. You know, huh. he didn't threaten to leave the team. He didn't blow up and explode and repaint his Steelers helmet to look like a freaking New England Patriots helmet. Uh, so Brown, uh, so Brown refused to play, uh, stormed out of the facility when he was informed that he wasn't going to be able to play with his 11 year old helmet or his 10 year old helmet that he had played. So he, 
uh, requested that the Steelers send him his old helmet that he played with, and the Steelers were much, much happy to oblige with that request because they knew that it was going to create exactly what it created now. Uh, so he had some one of his one of his posse uh, decided to hand paint or repaint the Steelers helmet, but it didn't look exactly like the Raiders helmet. Tried to wear that one to camp uh, and practice with that helmet. Not that he was practicing with his feet anyway. Uh, so the, the league essentially told him you cannot play with that helmet. He filed a grievance with the league. The league essentially denied the grievance, but said if he could find a helmet anywhere that was less than 10 years old, it was the same model of shoot helmet that he played with, uh, that he could wear it in a game, but it had to be less than 10 years old. So this douchebag then puts a tweet out on Twitter asking for a helmet and oh, the helmet yeah. that he and he threatened to retire Two shots he, he threatened yep. he threatened not to play if he couldn't wear this helmet and he threatened to sue the league if he got a concussion in the new helmet uh no lawyer on the face of the earth would take that case but so not only did he do that, but in return on Twitter, he said if anyone had one of these helmets that was less than 10 years old, what he would give them in return was a practice-worn jersey signed. So the item that he was willing to retire over, this cheap bastard was only willing to give them three shots, a, a signed practice smelly-ass jersey. So he's threatening to give up $30 million in return for not having this helmet, but he's only willing to give you a sweaty jersey that isn't even game-worn, but yet practice-worn. Uh, so this was Antonio Brown's this was Antonio Brown's off-season uh, oh, thus no. far in training camp oh. thus far. It really, really makes the Steelers look very smart. you got to admit, the Steelers look really really smart and all through this and 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 on hard knocks they complete my I didn't watch it but I I I've listened to and read the recaps of it apparently they didn't do much with this it was very sort of contrived <laughs> they didn't really get into it on the show but that's my rant about Antonio Brown I'm almost out of breath now so <laughs> Friday what what say you what say you about? Sonny has a picture of a Raiders helmet. It looks like set. Looks like Cartman. Looks like Cartman standing. Kyle drew it on Microsoft Paint by, by like a five year old kid. Oh my god! Oh my god. Uh, but I, uh, what is there to say, Ben, that you haven't already said? Yeah, take that uh, shot. I, actually, oh, Ben Ben deserves more than one shot for that. You give that, me at least twenty minutes. Like after this I one. knew there would be a rant. I didn't know it'd be that long. I actually got up, uh, took a piss, <laughs> watched. An oh episode of Stranger Things. <laughs> and I came back and he's <laughs> still talking. But come on. I mean, come on. No, yeah, it's, it's a hot I, air I, balloon. I don't, I don't even know what to say about that. I mean, you've said everything there is to say about it. Um, yeah, any 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 fan of his that there still was in this league, even they're scratching their head and probably thinking like, what's wrong with this guy? You know, it, it, he's basically tarnished sort of his legacy in the league with this whole helmet situation. Don't they use like uh, liquid nitrogen in like cryogenic sessions? I have no idea. I've never done it before. I mean, I think yeah. they do. I mean, Sonia, they use I like... I've never I think done they it, use, but I think so. I mean, I haven't you, like every school kid has seen that like uh, the video where they put the stick in or the flower or whatever into the liquid yeah. nitrogen. They take it out and then they crack it. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, what did he think was going to happen to had, his feet in there? I still had some respect for the guy. I you for, did? I, I did. Uh, well, Only because just, I mean, he hand paints a helmet? No, he's a talented receiver. I mean, come on. I mean, Not he, at 31, he, he ain't. Well, uh, <laughs> another shot. Get this guy Dude, another shot. you got to stop, man. <laughs> Frank Gore, he is his. Fans, Yeah, for all his fans out there that were sort of fans still. And you're lucky because uh, I brought the Schlevo out, but it's in the cooler. Yeah, so Sonia brought the Jack Fire out, much to actually, I should probably be happy about that. Well, son, you actually uh, grab that Shlevo because Ben has said <laughs> multiple <laughs> negative things about... I'm going to go get the... I got the uh, the Shlevo is in the cooler. It's in uh, the cooler. I'm going to siphon gas from my gas tank. Oh, but come, so, but Friday, I mean, seriously, come on. No, well, no. I mean, it's it's he's a clown. You know, his name, his last name should be Clowny. Seriously, I mean, come on. It's, it's a joke. Oh, it's a joke. Gosh. I mean... They're 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 trying to give him a helmet to keep him you know oh, safe safe exactly, and, and this guy wants to use his old helmet that he's been using for ten years. Uh, you you've said it all, Ben. I just wish I wish I was in the Steelers like equipment room when that letter came in. They're like, hey, Mike, should we send Antonio his old helmet? Oh, oh fuck yeah, yeah yeah, send him the helmet. Send it. I don't know what he's gonna do with it, but definitely send it. Well, obviously he has a concussion then, multiple concussions oh, because he's God. not thinking straight. He's nuts, right? He he is nuts. He's proven that he's a little he nuts. Or he's just drama. He is as narcissistic. What is it with receivers and their drama, can't. man? These these, these these top receivers in the league. I mean, they're all drama queens. Yeah, I mean, and that's why when you when you see someone like, uh, much as I hate to say it, like Ezekiel Elliott or even Le'Veon Bell or Melvin Gordon, who are out there getting hammered, you know, on every play, whose careers are half the length of an average wide receiver, and you see these guys. Trying to get paid, and you got guys like Antonio Brown, and who's um, getting paid, and he's yeah. who get paid on a routine basis. He got Juli- paid a lot. I mean, Julio Jones. I mean, guys that deserve it. Don't get me wrong. Julio Jones deserves his oh, yeah. money, but these guys get the money, and they don't get take the kind of hits that, uh, you know, minus the perfect hit, which was a dirty hit. They don't get the kind of wear and tear on their body, and they act as if. I mean. Why aren't the running backs, you know, flying in on helicopters into training camp? You know, why isn't Adrian Peterson, who just made a jump cut the other day, that I that looked like someone that was twenty two made? Um, it just it just blows my Antonio Brown just blows my mind. Anyways, Ben, that's, that's, that's is, is there more news? No, no out there no more, no more news with Antonio. Brown. Not not with Antonio Brown, but okay, is there more good. tag team news? Yeah, uh, with There's the Steelers. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we have some good news now. We have Devin Bush. Uh, the Steelers traded up to get Devin Bush last year. Uh, amazing linebacker out of Michigan. Uh, during a news conference Tuesday, Tomlin unprompted. Uh, offered a comparison between first-round draft pick Devin Bush and former Pro Bowler and current Steeler uh, Ryan Shazier, which was an amazing comparison, I thought. Wow. Uh, so Tomlin said, I thought it was a very solid performance of, of uh, Bush's first preseason game. Tomlin said of Bush's preseason debut in a 30-28 to win over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's right, it was the Bucs. Uh, Bush had a pass breakup on a play that was wiped out via defensive penalty. Plus, he tallied 10 tackles, including a fourth down stuff. Uh, Tomlin went on to say, really, it was the kind of reminiscent of Ryan Shazier's performance in his first home preseason game a number of years ago in terms of production and getting around and making a number of plays. Uh, since Bush was drafted to fill the void created when Shazier's spine was injured in the middle of 2017, that quote will surely draw attention. Uh, this according to Trib Live out of Pittsburgh. Uh, of course, we all know that that was the hope. The hope was that Devin Bush would come in 
and be able to uh, fill the void left by Ryan Shazier. That is the plan, and someday Bush will rouse memories of Shazier flying around the middle, the middle third of the defense and making plays with extreme athleticism. I just think it's a really, really good sign uh, that Devin Bush, the Steelers, traded away their second-round pick last year uh, to get Devin Bush out of Michigan, and there were really, really high hopes for him, but it looks like he's doing everything that the Steelers expected. He's calling the plays on defense. He's all over the field. He's able to, to rush the passer. He's able to get into coverage. He's able to do anything and everything that the Steelers are expecting of him, at least in the in practice and in this one game. Uh, so I think that's a really, really good sign because one thing the Steelers have been missing these past few years is, is a force on defense, especially from the linebacker position. Franny, what say you? I completely agree with you, Ben. That, that, <laughs> we that, are that, excited that, is, that you're yeah, excited. <laughs> that, is, that is something that they've been missing uh, for quite a few years now. Uh, you know, a, a linebacker that definitely makes a difference. I, 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 uh, we're, 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 I don't even know how, many, how, how long the podcast is right now with, with your rant only, on Antonio Brown. So I'm like, hour. that's good. That's good. All Let's right. go. All right. Next. Next up, James Washington, who played really well again tonight. Uh, so the second-year receiver had four catches and 84 yards and a touchdown in the, in the, the win over Tampa Bay. Uh, Washington played really, really well in the first game. He played really, really well again tonight. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember last year, but Washington and, and his uh, debut last year uh, was not what the Steelers had hoped that he would be. Uh, but it looks like he's rounding into form this year, and I think that's really, really good news. Good news. Good news. Yes. Okay, we're moving on. Next. <laughs> we're moving on. Deontay Johnson. Uh, third round pick Deontay Johnson uh, out of Toledo uh, was actually uh, has been impressive. Excellent. Uh, in <laughs> it's preseason. Yeah. Right, so they don't want to give amazing me amazing job. They don't want to give me any in time. preseason. Right, Deontay Johnson, great job in practice. Great job in uh, in both preseason games. He played well again tonight. I think it's uh, a really good sign for the Steelers because we need our receivers to play well this year. Because you're missing. Antonio Brown. Exactly. Uh, but we have uh, Johnson and Juju and Moncrief, and we have... We, oh, that's we, right. You guys have Moncrief. I yeah, so we're hoping. Yeah. Uh, but so far, he looked good, and uh, Deontay Johnson also played on special teams in the first game, and he played again on special teams tonight, so I think that's a really, well, really that's, good sign. Well, that's it for the tag team news, Ben. We've got time on the Steelers and Antonio Brown. What's next up on the big board? No, I'm just kidding. Housekeeping. That's All right, next up. You want to do the Seahawks next, or you want to the do the Eagles The sun next? is coming up Whoever's right now. Paper. Yeah, right? You want to do the Eagles or uh, the Seahawks? We got the Seahawks next up. Let's talk All a little right. bit about the Seahawks. We're looking good. Gary Jennings looking good. DK Metcalf looking good. Uh, Brian Schottenheimer loves the offense. And then with the Eagles... <laughs> <laughs> That's really They're just shitting all over my agenda. <laughs> no, no, we love your agenda, Ben. Let's, let's start with the all Seahawks. Right, so Gary Jennings. All right, Gary Jennings. Start, let's, let's continue. Really, really with good. With the Seahawks. Uh, so even though the Seahawks have played just one preseason game, I think they play t- tomorrow, tomorrow, right? Vikings. Uh, and are less than three weeks into practice, one question that had begun to be asked with increasing regularity in recent days, when would Seattle see something out of rookie receiver Gary Jennings? And the answer came on their Monday night preseason game when he responded in empathetic fashion. Uh, So Jennings played really, really well in the first 
preseason game, uh, and I think that that this is bodes well for the Seahawks. I mean, yep. you guys have well, we'll see. You are stacked <laughs> uh, at receiver. You've That's got right. Brown. You've got Moore. You've got Metcalf. You've got Lockett. You've got. Jennings, uh, and I, I think, think it's, it's a really good sign. They're going to repurpose some. It's a really good sign. Um, okay. And next up uh, in tag team news for the Seattle Seahawks is DK Metcalf. My man. Okay. Would you? Do you? What, would you like to say something nice about uh, DK Metcalf? No, no. He's he's awesome though. I'm so excited. I really am. But we won't go there. Okay. So close, and yet so far, that was how DK Metcalf's <laughs> quarterback and coach described the first. Year wide receivers debut at the game or at the first preseason game. Uh, through it, though his two catches came on short routes. Metcalf's debut was characterized Is it by route two or route routes. Routes. Is it routes? Routes. routes? <laughs> oh, I think it's routes. TikTok. I, I think uh, uh, in so Europe so it was like, routes. Thanks. So I was like, thank you, and see you next week. Uh, <laughs> uh, Metcalf's debut so was characterized by. Me- and, all right, you want to? Sum- I can summarize it. <laughs> Metcalf played really well. The only reason he didn't play better, so he uh, ran his roots pretty well. Was be- he read his roots pretty well? Uh-huh. The reason he didn't play better was because he Geno Smith Sucked. overthrew him <laughs> considerably. Uh, I think Paxton and Paxton take Lynch off. played well for yeah. the first time in his life. So, but <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah. But Metcalf looked okay. really. Anyways. Metcalf played really really well. All right. All right. Brian Schottenheimer loves the offense. That's Good. the next subject Thank in tag God. team news. Uh, he essentially, you know, had nothing but good things to say. So you staring me down now because I, the Schottenheimer's paragraph is like two pages long. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll, go, we'll move on. We'll yeah. move on. All right, Schottenheimer. Uh, he's just really, really happy with the way both the offensive line, the receiver, the receiving group, the the defense, or the uh, the running back group. Uh, is playing. I mean, I think that he's em- emphatic, 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 that they are playing emphatic, that they are playing really, really well. Uh, and I think that that bodes well for the season coming up. And he's also uh, stated that he's open to being a little bit more um, flexible in the game plans this season, which I think is a good sign. Uh, uh, so we'll Schottenheimer is really thrilled with how things are going on the offense, and I think that's a good sign. Good. All right. Eagles. Next up, Eagles. Uh oh. All right, Franny. Here you go. Open up with bad news. <laughs> uh, well, Nate Sudfeld and Cody Kessler both injured. So in the Eagles' first preseason game, Cody Kessler broke his wrist, and in the le- the second preseason game. Uh, or sorry, uh, Nate Suffolk yeah. broke his wrist. Cody Kessler was injured uh, in the most recent preseason game, and they signed Josh McGown off the street. Came out of retirement uh, to take on <laughs> the the. I guess it would be the back. second, third, third string. Yeah, the, I mean, he's, he's, he'd be he'd be pretty he'd be the far down there. Right? Yeah. Well. Well, we'll see how how Cody Kessler. I mean, it was it was a concussion that he suffered in the game. I mean, it, uh, players usually return within about a week to two weeks after a concussion. So I think he'd be behind Cody Kessler. I'm guessing at least. I mean, does this give you any any? Let's get the quarterback injuries out of the way <laughs> right now, and let's let's hope nothing <laughs> happens. I mean, to our starting quarterback. I mean, it has to 
you know, get your spidey sense tingling a little bit to have uh, quarterback injuries this early on. Yeah, I mean, if yeah, it were I mean, me, I would be a little nervous to have my, my especially Sudfeld's not bad. Yeah, it, I mean, well, Sudfeld's, yeah. I mean, he's not. Well, he, he, he knows the offense yeah. better than Cody Kessler and, and Josh McNown. Uh, he's been on the team for about two to three years now, so. He was the third string behind Wentz and Foles, and uh, you know he, he's 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 a pretty decent quarterback yeah, supposedly. I, mean, I like him. I mean, I like Sutfeld, and I think it's too bad that he that he's going to miss about six weeks. Uh, but as Franny mentioned before the podcast, that pushes you into what week six or uh, week four of the regular season, uh, so it shouldn't be the end of the world. Uh, but we also have a really another bit of good news for the Eagles: the defense looks great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think this is good news. Sadia is making fun of my agenda. I, I think the defense always looked great, but you know. Well, a handful of other projected defensive regulars started for the second straight week in the Eagles' second preseason game, which surprised me a little bit. And once again, it didn't surrender any points. Uh, free agent additions to the defensive Malik Jackson and Vinnie Curry were disruptive. Cornerbacks Rasul Douglas, Sidney Jones, and Avante Maddox, who I really like, uh, helped hold rookie quarterback Gardner Minshew or Minshew to just 5.3 yards per pass attempt in their two lone series. Jones was effective in man coverage versus receiver Keelan Cole, and he recorded a few tackles against the run, but he appeared to react both to a touch late uh, or reacted a touch late. When tight end James O'Shaughnessy uh, caught an 18-yard pass down the seam on third down. Linebackers Nate Jerry and Zach Brown Zach Brown uh, were on the field late into the first half, but both seemed to acquit themselves, particularly the former, or acquit themselves well, particularly the former who had a rough outing a week ago. Of the second unit defenders and those who could end up on the right side of the bubble, Deshaun Hall continued to make his push towards the 53-man roster. The defensive end who was brought aboard last season notched a strip sack for the second straight week and tackled on another before the break. The defense is looking really good for uh, the Eagles. What say you, Franny? I'm, oh, it's, it's preseason, so I mean, it's really hard to judge hard. how well they're going to play in the regular season. Um, but we'll, we'll wait till then. I don't, I, don't, I mean, the preseason is the preseason. I mean, you know, I mean, I know, I, I, I know, I know. You know, I, I've, I've watched bits and pieces of the preseason, but it's really hard to judge these guys out on the field against, you know, second or third string guys. You know, I mean, these are just guys that are trying to make the roster. We'll see what right. happens when it kicks into high gear I mean, in just about, you know, 20 days or so. What are the odds of Dallas beating the Rams in regular season? I mean, seriously, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Signing 14 10 right there. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Just saying. All right. We're, we're, what we're, are the odds? We're, we're not going to talk about the preseason anymore. <laughs> well, no, I mean, we, we can talk about it, but I, they did get blown out 24-10 by That's true. Tennessee. That's so true. it's really hard to judge in the preseason. That is true. All but right, Franny. your agenda is amazing, Ben. <laughs> your agenda is... I, I can't it's believe way too I, long. No, I, I'm so I'm, you. You definitely put a lot of effort into this, and I am. <laughs> so I like, she doesn't know what to say. I, I don't. All right, Friday. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our beverage of the week. It is a, another whiskey from Willet, and uh, the Willet family. And this is from Flaviar. Flaviar. 
Willett.com. <laughs> uh, the Willett family has a long whiskey-making history stretching back into the 1700s. The family has worked for others and operated their own distillery off and on for well over 200 years. Prior to 2012, they were hand-selecting casks from the Kentucky Bourbon Distillers Inventory for their releases. Since then, Willett whiskeys are made from new uh, well, made from new, uh, <laughs> make spirit, uh, coming from the newly renovated distillery opened in 2012 and appropriately called the Willet Distilling Company. Uh, they deliver no fewer than a dozen varieties. The name is long enough to tell you just about everything you need to know about whiskey. Willet Family Estate, four-year-old small batch rye. Obviously, it's a four-year-old rye whiskey and bottled at a nearly cask strength and small batch only begins to tell the tale but the main thing to remember is that it means that the flavor profile and proof strength vary from batch to batch go with the willet and be inspired that's from the flavor.com i'm not <laughs> reading this because it sounds like it's some sort of infomercial for willet <laughs> but <laughs> but no well, seriously, <laughs> if you do want willet no but seriously the reason uh, i got this stuff is because it's it's, it's really difficult to find uh, I've been looking for this for months and months now. Uh, I mean, we were at that point where we were drinking the rise um, for our our brands of the week. I couldn't find this stuff. Um, I mean, it, it just has. Uh, I've tr- I've tried it in the past. You guys have not tried, and I definitely wanted you both to try this uh, rye. And it, it it really is different from the other ryes that we've had. Um, the finish is well. Let's give it a shot. Let's give it a shot, really, because I don't want to talk about it. Let's take a sip. And let's talk about yes, after that. Thank you, Franny, so much for finding this. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's give it a taste. All cheers, right. guys. Cheers. Cheers, Sonia. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! It smells great. Mm-hmm. It's smooth and buttery. See, I don't find it smooth. I find it like it has that zap right when you first take a sip. But not on but the finish, though. On the finish, it is phenomenal. It's almost worth it. It is so creamy. And that, that's that's a great way to describe it, Sonia. It's just the the creaminess. All the other ryes that we did try, they don't have that sort of smooth, no. creamy no. finish. It just burned all the way through. And I mean, <laughs> that, yeah, no, no, this stuff. It, is it does. Good. It does have that initial sort of zing, yeah. you know, where it kind of hits you, mm-hmm. but then it, it mellows out, and it's just so smooth and creamy and sort of a vanilla spice sort of flavor to it. There's and a that's why I want I wanted somewhere. to find it, but it just wasn't available in the stores. And it is it is sometimes hard to find because it is, it is such a small batch uh, that they make. But man, it's good. I mean, it's really good. good. I mean, it's yeah. really good. I mean, so, I'm, I'm surprised at the finish. I mean, the finish, the finish is, is phenomenal. So nice. It's so worth it. You, so expect, nice. it, I mean, you expect it to sort of, uh, you know, have a little bit of a harsh finish given the the initial feeling on the palate, yeah. but you don't get it on the finish. I mean, I like, feel nothing in my throat at all. Yeah, the initial the initial hit. Not at all, right. But then so smooth afterward. I mean, a little bit of citrus yeah. in there as well. Yeah, but that but, vanilla is yeah. just yummy. Mm-hmm. But that's awesome. This I mean, stuff this is was a great find. <laughs> and and for for being you know almost fifty eight percent, yeah. I mean, it's one hundred twenty you know, proof. You, you would expect it to really, really be too strong, you know, to drink comfortably. But this stuff you can sip a little too easily, maybe. Yeah, it's when dangerous. I smelled it, I thought, okay, this is going to be harsh. It's gonna yeah. this is gonna hurt. Uh, but then you, maybe you'll get. No, I don't you know. know whether it's the shot or the sipping, but I'm like feeling good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, but for anybody out there that's looking for a really good rye, this good. is probably one of the best that Very I've good. ever tried. Yeah, I mean, this is really good. I brought out uh, a rye to drink when we were doing the post-production, and I put it back in the house as soon as Frane brought yeah. this over because this is... Uh, I'd have to say yeah, it's on the better side, than, like you said, this stuff is, smells delicious. I oh, mean, it's so good. Better than the Mictors, the High smell. West, the Jim Beam. Vanilla. That's why when you poured it, I kept better smelling than, yeah. it because oh, it was. Man, like I you wanted said, to you dab, wanted to dab it behind it. my ears. <laughs> dab it. I'm gonna wear this to work on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is that? What are you wearing? <laughs> oh, Lick it. Oh, it's Willet. It's Willet. Family. You can get it at the Macy's. I did the entire infomercial for them just now, basically reading off the website. Total Wine sells it. And it's an excellent, oh, it's really an excellent good. price. I mean, usually it's 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 um, you know closer to a hundred, maybe ninety dollars at Total Wine right now. It's fifty dollars. I should probably get more bottles of this stuff because fifty dollars for this stuff is That's a good. really good price. Yeah, I'm surprised they're selling it for that. Yeah. Oh, Sonia's just pounding that. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm sipping <laughs> like you're supposed to. Oh my god. Yeah, but even even on the really nose, though, Sonia, I mean, it smells it smells delicious. I mean, it has that. I mean, the finish sort of is really amazing. Citrusy. It's good on ice. I like it. Cold. It's you know, it's not it's not smoky, um, but mm. it's it's Mm-mm. it's that's some really good. No smoke. Yeah. No smoke. Yeah. I mean, the finish is amazing. But I think this is definitely one of the better. Yeah. Uh, beverages browns as we put on the board Absolutely. there that we've tried yeah i i think it, it's it has it's a complex it's, it's so complex well, it's even though it's so right. smooth but there's so many different flavors coming through we have to remember to add it yeah i think it might be better than the whistle pig it is better you know I, I i think it is better than the whistle pig which is more expensive for the same a amount smaller bottle yeah. too right well that bottle well yeah. that bottle was less because it was smaller but if you get the same amount then it's more but Ben, you and I both know that Jim Beam will beat this. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we also know that Franny will look at us with uh, an expression well, of this, disappointment. We'll have well, we when, we, when we choose this, when we choose Jim Beam over the Willet uh, family reserve. Well, we have we have the Willet now. We have the Whistle Pig, two new Rise that we've added to the stable. That's right. And so we can maybe do another ride test coming Old up sometime Forrester, in the near future. Redemption, Michter's, High West, Jim Beam. Yeah. So, I mean, th- th- those... Whistle Pig uh, and this. Yeah, well, the, the, this and the Whistle Pig, and then we'll start a new. And oh, then we'll we're going to we'll, we'll definitely throw the Jim Beam in you there. You have to. Definitely. <laughs> but I'm on the lookout for the peanut now. I'm on, Even if I like it, I'll be like, no, push that to the but this, side. There, there's <laughs> there's no. The there's not a lot of nuttiness with this, though. There's no nuttiness there's at all. No I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't taste any, any... There definitely is I don't taste it. in there. I don't taste oh, it. Oh, oh. I bet you there's nuts in there. I, b- I bet you. <laughs> that's well. what she said. <laughs> I bet, uh, I bet you there's nuts in there. It has it has a, 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 a you know a, a little bit of a sweetness and you know a little bit. Well, of it, it's incredibly and, yeah. It's incredibly nuts. creamy and buttery, but it's not sweet. But it's, it's good. It's I good. don't taste it's the good. sweetness. I, I do. I, it's buttery. It's creamy. If, but it's if creamy. anybody is near a total wine and wants Go to try it. a good rye. Buy this for fifty bucks. It is definitely worth it. And then buy us one. Uh, yes. And then buy us one. <laughs> All right. All right, friendly. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our beer of the week, and this one is from the Czech Woo-hoo. Republic. We love you, Czech. Yes, and we are tasting a Praga Premium Plus. Uh, it's a golden amber color. With a supple, dryish, medium body, and a long, refreshing finish. Uh, the golden amber color, l- inviting aromas, toasted pretzel bread 
fig jam, and herb frittata with a supple, dryish, medium body and a long, refreshing finish with notes of nut, clay, jacama, and buttered herb pepper baguette. Very very well made. Jacui is how you say Thank you. And, and check. It's thoroughly refreshing. Uh, yeah, this is a beautiful beer uh, in honor of our trip uh, to Prague. This is from the Praga Beer Company yeah. in the Czech Republic. Uh, so we're going to give this a taste. It's really, really good, I hope. Hey, cheers, guys. Cheers. cheers. Let's give this a uh, little taste. Everybody. Cheers, Sanya. All right. I can tell right away Sonia's not going to like this. Yeah, it's yeasty. It's like uh, it. it's a good pilsner. I mean it's it's easy to drink. I like the Urkel better. Soft. Yeah, like Sonia said, the Pilsner Urkel is, is uh is better, the Staropramen is better, the Starosta is better. But um you know, it, it, the the reason I got this was um you know, so we could pretend like we're continuing our I our vacation it. in uh in Prague, but uh no, it's good. I mean, I it's, it's good. easy. It's easy to drink uh, on my on the raft rankings. in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if we I was to if I was photo. to rank this beer against the other beers that we've had uh, on a scale of one to ten, I would say this is probably a six. Uh-huh. Yeah, I would. I would agree. Four. It's a little bit yeasty. Uh, uh, well, it's well, not that it's yeasty. It, it, it just it. Uh, it's too. There's. It's too. So there's, it's not enough, there's not enough flavor coming in. It doesn't have that sort of crispness at the end it's, it's once heavy. it goes down. It's heavier. Than it's heavier. It's, it's, but it seems. The... He- yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't taste like a pilsner should taste. You know, it's soft, but it doesn't have that crispness. Yeah, it's a little bit too much, actually, for what it is. Yeah, I think I think they probably don't know what they're talking about. All right. <laughs> I would I would agree. I'd give it a a six, Sonia. Yeah, I would, I would say a six. only only because Ooh, of the four. drinkability of it. It's a six, but. Not enough flavor coming through. No. All righty. Yeah. Oh, well, Ben, like, since we're tasting these beers, let's, let's open Oh, yeah. Up. We're, yeah, we're going to taste. Go ahead and, and, uh, uh, for those of you out there that have not listened to the show before, uh, Franny and I, or Franny primarily, we should be fair here, Franny uh, brewed a beer in honor of the show, and our listener from Brandon, or uh, from Manitoba, uh, <laughs> listen. Came up with a name for the for the beer. It is seventh round. Oh, look IPA. at that! Look at that head. Oh, this. So Mitchell from Brandon, <laughs> Manitoba, came up with the name for the beer. Uh, it is called Seventh Round IPA, with the hopes that we will continue to brew these. <laughs> I got excited. Which either I just saw that head pour out of there. It, oh man, because we, we were lacking. Yeah. We were lacking. We were lacking <laughs> carbonation, and oh my god, look at that! Look at that! I'm just pouring into a shot glass. Ben, cheers, man. Here. And we Take have that. carbon. We have liftoff. Uh oh. Oh, man. We got to give something to Sonya here. We no, gotta, no, no. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, but uh, I wish I had a different glass, but that's my but my shot glass with beer. I didn't expect it to have that much of a head on it. All right. Let's taste oh, it. Oh, my God. That is awesome. Holy shit. That tastes like actual beer. Oh. <laughs> uh. We did, did it. it! Oh, yes. We did Yay. it! It only took about eight <laughs> weeks, but we did it finally. Oh my god, yes. that tastes really good. I'm so excited. I'm gonna take some of those home with me. <laughs> That's cool. Oh wow, that it's done. Oh man, am I gonna like this? Yeah. Oh yeah, I think so, Sonia, because we put our hard work and effort into that. Yeah, I mean, if we you were listen, out here if you listen to that the stuff. it's fruity. 
Yeah. yeah. You listen to the past it, it, episodes. It's supposed to have a little bit of a grapefruit sort of flavor. It does. To it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. listen wow. to Wow, man, yeah. that's good stuff. How Jesus. many... Holy I'm shit. so excited How many now. Sta- I, so it was a full day to boil the... To boil the wort, to... Mm-hmm. Uh, get it to the point where we could actually bottle it. Uh-huh. Or, well, I first mean, we fermented it, then we yeah, bottled it. But it was a, it and, was and a lot of work. The fermenting process was about a month, and then we let it sit in the bottles for another two weeks, but there wasn't enough carbonation. Now, after maybe a month to five weeks, maybe, now, finally... There is definitely enough carbonation in there. When you pour it, I mean, I you were excited you know, when you I saw was, that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, really I, I poured excited. it in. And it started pouring over the sides of the little shot glass. I just wanted to, you know, give it a taste. But oh man, I'm so excited now. That's yeah, awesome. yeah, it That's worked. Awesome. Let Frane's, me get a little bit more of my shot glass over here. Frane's meticulous uh, approach to brewing this beer, which was to yell at me every time I got. Uh, I soiled any of the equipment. We had to <laughs> immediately clean the equipment. Uh, uh, but yeah, so uh, give Ronnie credit. He did an amazing job. He got the equipment. He got the it's really fruity. ingredients. He got the bottles. He got the labels. This is a well, actually, yeah. we should we should probably pour it into an actual beer glass because the, like the son is taking pictures of of, of, of the, the shot little, glass, the little shot glass where it has the head. But uh, man, look at that! Yeah, we have head. <laughs> we now have head. Okay, let me let me. Wow, that is pretty cool. Oh my god! Oh, I, I, I didn't psyched. expect that. I, I, I maybe I expected a little bit of carbonation, but this is like Put your hand out of there. Oh, sorry. All we had to do <laughs> sorry, was, all we had to do was wait a little pictures. bit longer. Uh, a lot longer, actually. That's yeah. awesome. Wow. Well, but I mean, even if you look in the bottle right now, I mean, you still have mm-hmm. look. There's still head. A good amount of head in the bottle. Mm-hmm. So this wow. was a success. I'm glad I remembered. Well. Well, Ben, we're going to have to come up uh, with another date. We're going to have to schedule another date where we're going to go ahead and um, brew another beer. Oh, for sure. Uh, I've been looking at their uh, the website for Northern Brewer. Um, they have another beer. It takes about a month uh, from you know the cooking to the fermenting process to bottling. So uh, it, it takes about a month. It's a little bit shorter process. I think maybe sometime in September, maybe October, we should brew another one because I will definitely be drinking these now. Yeah, I'm going to be taking. This these. is actually going to be. Uh, I'm going to take a few home. My afternoon beer tomorrow. Yeah, this this is good. I mean, it's it's good. It's an it, IPA, it but it's still that. good. It, it's really Sonia? fruity. I'm shocked. It's really fruity. Yeah. It was really good. To all of our listeners out there, sorry to like you know keep on talking about, really at length excited. about this, but yeah, I'm I'm really excited about this. This is live right now, currently on the podcast, not live. Let's do it. But uh-huh. <laughs> geez, I'm excited. Yeah. yeah, I mean, because we uh, we struggled the first time we opened There's it about ten days. Foam. Yeah, about ten days after we 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 bottled it, and there was really no carbonation. Yeah. Uh, so this is really, really Man. great news for us. So three months. And and we tried it on the 4th of July. Remember, yeah. we opened it up on the yeah. 4th of July, which was even a few more weeks yeah. than it should yeah. have been. Six weeks ago? Yeah, to get any sort of carbonation. Well, it fermented and pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it just took a lot longer than we expected, but finally. It's really good. Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations, guys. All yes, right. Friday. You did it. Uh, well, we did it. All we right. all did well, it. Well, in fairness, <laughs> Friday right. did most of the work here. All right, housekeeping. Sonia, <laughs> <laughs> skip it to the end. All right, Franny, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our shout-outs to our fellow podcasters out there. All right. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you to all of our fellow NFL podcasters out there, our independent podcasters. I uh, wanted to give a quick shout-out this week to the Full 10 Yards Podcast, another awesome NFL podcast. Uh, this show is from across the pond in the beautiful United Kingdom, hosted by Tim Monk, 
Lee Wakefield, and Rob Grimwood. This show looks at everything from the latest news in the NFL, including fantasy football to Britball and everything in between. You can find them on Apple Podcasts. Look at them for or look at the link in the show notes, or you can follow them on Twitter at Full 10 Yards. This is a really, really awesome show. Uh, for some reason, I really enjoy uh, the shows from across the pond, the shows from uh, Scotland and the UK. They're really, really uh, interesting shows, and their take on the NFL uh, is unique, and it's really, really, really cool. So please check out the full 10 Yards podcast. Franny, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our top five. Oh, and what is our top five tonight? Our top five, Ben. Is our, what is our top five? Our top five <laughs> things we're looking forward to next season. That's this exactly season. what it is. I'm still excited about the beer. All right, I'm gonna take, <laughs> let me take another sip of this beer. Look at that. Oh, that's cool. I don't, I don't I think drink, we should I don't just, usually drink, a glass. I don't usually drink a lot of beer. I'm <laughs> drinking out of shot glass. It's pretty hilarious. I'm just drinking sip after sip after sip. Uh, yeah, yes, yes, okay. yes. <laughs> yes. All right. We're going to have a post-production Glass of seventh round Ugh. IPA. All right. Well, Sonia goes in to grab some more beers. We'll take a quick break. Thank you, everybody. We'll be right back. All right. We are back with our top five of the week. And this week we have our top five moments we're looking forward to next season or top five things we're looking forward to next season who would like to start sonia i will okay starting at five i don't know if i'm looking forward to it i'm more dreading it more than anything it's playing these two fools uh playing the steelers the second week and uh playing the eagles and and both times mind you i have to leave my nice nest and fly over to y'all Y'all? Over in, in <laughs> Pennsylvania. <laughs> Wait, it's not in it's not in the south. <laughs> oh well, let me just throw these bottles at you. Maybe you'll feel like home. <laughs> I'm going to Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. So my number four, and both of you are probably going to throw bottles at me right now. I'm actually, I don't want to say I'm excited. I actually want to see how the Raiders are going to do this season. I I think they might do okay. I'm not going to say that they're going to win the Super Bowl, but. You know, I mean, this is their last year in California. You're I mean, trying it's, to hurt me. It's kind of bittersweet because you know the Raiders were the Los Angeles team for such a long time. Yeah, and, that's true. And it's sad because what they were back in the '80s and the '70s, they're no longer. But I, I, I want to see where they're going to go with it. Number three, I want to see the Eagles. I want to see how the Eagles do. I want to see Wentz succeed. Not when he's playing me, but I want him <laughs> to succeed any other time. <laughs> For all we know, McCall, McCown? McCown. McCown might be playing me. That <laughs> Hopefully not, Sonia. Wentz will That's be healthy. This on year. my top five. Well, no, but Wentz he's, it, honestly, number three, Eagles are on my number three because I'd like to see Wentz finish off the season and, and get what he deserves because I feel like he placed to um, to a certain point where he brings the team somewhere and then he does not get to 
finish it off. And, and, you know, I kind of feel bad for the guy. Uh, number two, I'm excited about my freshman team. I want to see DK Metcalfs and Jennings and Ursua and I can't remember the other guys, but I really want to see how they do this season. Um, you know, we struggle. We struggle in so many different positions. Now we've got, you know, an overload on wide receivers, but, you know, hey, whatever. Um, I think I have faith in Pete. I think Pete is going to do something magical, and uh, I'm excited. And my number one thing that I'm looking forward to is having a kicker. So I got to see having how a kicker. Jason Myers does. Um, I think we have another backup. I can't remember what his name is. Oh, my God, it just escaped me. Um, but we do have a kicker, and I'd like to see how he does. Uh, I am scared, but at the same time excited. Uh, Janikowski, he retired back in April, <laughs> right? Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Those are my top fives. Frane. My top five, Sonia. Is all Eagles-based. All Eagles-based, yes, <laughs> see, definitely. Was, <laughs> is it I, really? Was... My number five. Carson Wentz stays healthy the entire season. <laughs> See, that was my number three. Yeah, I know. I know it's it's even higher th- than yours. That's true, but my other ones are even better. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> my number four is all of our teams make the playoffs. I want to see the Seahawks make the playoffs. I want to see the Steelers make the playoffs. Eagles, obviously, make the playoffs. Number three, Sonia, I want to see the Eagles play the Seahawks <laughs> in the <laughs> NFC championship game. Really? I want to be you the want Eagles. The, you, want to, you want to do I, that? That would be a, so exciting. I mean, it's exciting as it is <laughs> watching regular season Eagles Seahawks, but yeah. this... I, I don't know if I'd be alive I'm not going. That. Yeah, I, I, we, I'm not going to be there. Yeah, we, 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 we would be on all, our respective couches. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch from one room. I got to watch from another Sunday. room. I got to work that one. We'll watch from another room. But I want I want the Eagles and the Seahawks to make it that far oh my to God. go to the NFC Championship game. Okay. Number two, oh. I want the Eagles to beat the Seahawks <laughs> <laughs> and go to the Super Bowl and play. Against the, the Steelers. Steelers. Oh. So as bad as that would be in the NFC Championship oh. game to watch the Eagles and the Steelers play each other in the Super Bowl, that would be on another so level. That means I gotta watch it at your house. <laughs> We've gotta watch it somewhere, either here or at my place, somewhere. We're gonna watch it, obviously. My number one. The Eagles win the Super Bowl. <laughs> so that's Mike dropped drop the mic. That's my that's my top five. Oh, right I there. didn't know those were wishes. I, I, I mean. I, that's what I want to see this season. Okay. I want that to happen. I'm excited to watch that happen. All right. Speak it into his existence. That's right. LeVar Throw it out Ball. There. LeVar Ball, speak it into existence. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ben. All right. Number five. Uh, similar to Fronis, I have Eagles making the playoffs at number five. The Eagles have to make the playoffs this year. Uh, I want to watch them in the NFC. Uh, number four, Seattle Seahawks making the playoffs. I have to watch the Seahawks. I refuse in the to play the Steelers. Yes, the <laughs> Pete Carroll will adjust. He will not put out the same game plan for sixty minutes. <laughs> he will change his game plan. Uh, number three. The Cowboys imploding. <laughs> the Cowboys completely disintegrating <laughs> before our very eyes is my number three. I think it's time. Uh, it's too much drama. It's too much hype. It's time uh, with Zeke and Prescott and everybody. It's time for the Cowboys to implode. Number two, Ben Roethlisberger creeps up on the end of his career. I'm really looking forward to watching 
Ben Roethlisberger put together another 5,000-yard season with receivers uh, who aren't named Antonio Brown. I'm really looking forward to just – just uh, he doesn't have that many years left, so I just really want to watch uh, Roethlisberger play for another year. And my number one, uh, Steelers defense with Devin Bush. I'm really, really hoping that the Steelers have an improved defense this year with Devin Bush at linebacker. And we go back to the old days where we're dominating on defense instead of desperately hoping our offense can score more points. That's my number one. All right. All right. All right. Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, are we going to be talking about TV news? I think we're going to skip the TV, TV. for this week. We're going to skip any it because we're running a though, little bit long. Any suggestions, though, real quick on any TV shows out there? Uh, we just started watching it last night. Uh, we've we've seen the first two episodes. It's years and years. It's on HBO. Mm-hmm. Um, really good political, mm-hmm. but uh, futuristic political. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's actually less political than it is sort of uh, a family's reaction to the politics yeah, that's happening. So it's really a cool show. What and we finished Stranger Things. Stranger we'll talk things. about that. How next. was that? Was it good? Bad? We'll it talk about okay. it more next week. It was but okay. It was okay. Oh, okay. All right. It, I mean, I didn't. I wasn't as big a fan as Sonya. <laughs> uh, but next week we can talk about that. Yeah. All right, Friday. What's next up on the big board? Next up is Sonya's quiz. <laughs> All right. Sonya put together a quiz. Where's my song? Dubbed <laughs> Ben's world famous <laughs> quiz. All right. All right hold guys. on, everybody. I have a song for Sonya's quiz. What? Sonia, what do you got? All righty. Um, well, because I'm one less question, you guys are going to have a shorter quiz. Uh, the first question, Super Bowl 46. That was back in 2012. This is going a little bit uh, towards where we were this year over the summer. Uh, it represented a few Croatians in the Super Bowl. There was a starting left tackle, an outside linebacker, and a coach. Can you name... At least two of these Croatians that played in this Super Bowl. David Deal. Uh-huh. And Bill Belichick. Correct. You said two, right? That's, that's good. Right, right. There was one other. There was The actu- offensive lineman for the Giants. Yes. That is, that is David Deal. Isn't there another one? Uh, uh, no, uh, for, the, uh, for the Patriots. Oh, uh, Ninkovic. You got it. Oh, All right. there okay, we go. Here's, here's a bonus. Here's a bonus. What stadium did they play in that is also named after a Croatian? Man, I have no idea. Really? In 2012, warm weather. It wasn't warm, but. Hmm. (laughs) Well, I mean, I would assume, well, it's inside, right? Yeah. Either it's inside or Uh it's. Yep. Do you want a hint? Yeah. Indianapolis. Uh, I have no idea what stadium. Lucas Oil Stadium? Lucas? 
<laughs> it was actually named after Antun Lucic, and he oh, wow. was the really? first Croatian American. Yeah, Croatian American that started the petroleum industry in the U.S. Damn, interesting. Been related to him. So that was four <laughs> Croatians. <laughs> related to him. Four Croatians in Super Bowl Forty Six. Okay, all my right, second question right. was about Jay Z. Whatever. Name uh, the NFL team that has more celebrities that have mine mine. Minority stakes. That's it. Minority stakes. Wait, NFL teams have minority stakes by yeah. Nate. L.A. Rams. No. New York Giants. Nope. No, Mara would never give it up. Falcons. Nope. The Chargers. Nope. Think Christian. Dolphins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gloria Stefan. Fergie. Oh, jeez. Uh, J Lo and what's his name Anthony, who she was married to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Oh, Mark yeah, Anthony. Okay. Yeah, him. Bad teams, bad celebrities. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Quick one. What other term is used instead of preseason games? Exhibition. Very good. Ooh. Uh, all right. Now we're going into where we were this summer. What is the capital of Austria? Vienna. <laughs> yeah, look, I was like, it can't, be, it can't be that obvious, can it? But it what is. What about the Czech Republic? Brno. Okay, I, I, that can't be that obvious. It's Prague. Yeah. Okay, geez, yeah. okay. He's looking at it like yeah. where we were. All right. I, 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 that seems Croatia. Well, come on now. Zagreb. Very good. Okay. Not by our own choice. But what yes. is. What about Slovenia? Huh? <laughs> well, I wasn't there, so I'm not adding that, okay? Lubanya. <laughs> Lubanya? <laughs> well, well, You're correct. Try it. Try it's it. close. Yeah. Uh, what is Austria's main food? cuisine schnitzel very good what is the beer of vienna Otakringer. very good oh, damn what is uh croatian's known beer carlo Achko. very good i got shut out tonight uh and what is the czech's main beer staropramen nope Pilsner or Coke. Yes. yes, ben. yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we drank it the entire time we were there. Yes. Okay. Last but not least. I was trying to give you a chance. <laughs> I know. I got shut out What is the currency in Austria? Euro. What is the currency in Czech? Corona. Corona? <laughs> <laughs> Corona? Corona. Corona. And what is the Croatian currency? Ben. Kuna. Okay. And also... They accept the euro, the euro and euro. the dollar. They okay. will. Police will accept the the <laughs> dollar as well <laughs> if you get pulled over. All right, and then here, this one, this one, you guys won't know, but you're going to find this interesting. I did a lot of research on this this afternoon. In the Czech, in Prague, the 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 cuisine that they're well known for is what sausage. That's a tough one. Uh, what do we see on the menu over there? Just think really hard of what we saw on the menu and what Sonia actually had. Pork knuckle. I did have pork uh, knuckle. <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, it's called Svichkova, uh-huh. but it is that Salisbury steak with the dumplings and that creamy sauce that I had uh, at Ooh, winter time. Ooh, Fleku, baby. 
Yeah. And All that right. is it. That's that good. is it. Sorry, guys. Oh, we'll no, get was, better as the uh, season goes. I got crushed. You got, I got crushed. crushed. Man. I don't even think I was close. Did I get one of those? Uh, you got Kuna. You got the Kuna? <laughs> yeah, Friday's like, okay, I'm not getting... I'm not even... Took his hand off the buzzer. <laughs> He's like, all right. Ben, you take this one. That's fun. All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, we have housekeeping for yes, you. Yes, of course. I missed this earlier in the show. Uh, I just want to give you guys a little bit of housekeeping. Thank you all so much for listening. It really, really, really means the world to us. We are humbled that you like our show and encourage you to share our website, thirstandgold.buzzsprout.com, with your friends, relatives, anyone you think would also like the show. Anyone can listen and subscribe for free by searching for us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, CastBox. Google Podcast, Overcast, Stitcher, or any other podcatcher out there. Please, please, please leave us a review if you have the time. If you would like to leave feedback or ask a question to be answered on the show, you can email us at podcastthirstinggoal at gmail.com. Again, that's podcastthirstinggoal, all one word, at gmail.com. Or you can call us at 818-350-2680 and leave a voicemail that isn't Sonya telling us that we're douchebags. You can also follow us on Instagram at thirstand and on Twitter at Goal Thirst. Thank you all so, so much for listening to the show. We're back. We're back. <laughs> thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all so much for listening to our show. We really appreciate it. And we will see you next week. Mm-hmm.